You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 50 of the Corpse Cast podcast. I'm Mike. Look what we got over here. Hi. Number 50. Number 50. You didn't introduce yourself. What I'm Shane. Hi. Thank you, because you know what? I was a little bit worried that, that people weren't going to know who you were. Dude, I'm, I'm ecstatic because I'm just, it's number 50. I know, man, dude. 50. You know what? It only took us a year to get to 50, too. Can you? You're the Pooh Bear of podcasts. Sure. Okay. You are a, a, I, I guess. kind of a, a king uh, in, in this realm, okay. right? I, no, yes, no, I don't know. Is it safe to say that I'm no longer an amateur podcaster? No. What And what would be the term that would next, like the next level? So from 51 <laughs> to 100, what, give me a title. I, I, I can't be amateur, right? You, no, no, you're definitely not amateur, but you don't know the... Uh, the super secret uh, handshake yet, do you? I don't. Well, you know what? It's the I will episode hundred. Well, I listen. That. I'll visit the council. We'll t- I'll talk to the council. Oh, uh, we'll God see if you're ready. Council. No, dude, fifty episodes. Are you kidding me? But I'm. It, what is the next term up? I mean, oh, I'm not amateur. I can't. No, no, you're not amateur. What would you like to be? Uh, pro style. Pro style podcaster. Pro style. Pro style. Pro, pro style. And then, hey, how many? How many do you have to do to be? Uh, what, what's up? I don't. I didn't know there was this like tiered level of podcast. Well, I'm just saying. I'm. I'm asking your professional podcasting opinion. Is Wait, professional. That, professional says, you know, makes me assume I'm, that somebody's I'm, getting paid for it. No, I'm oh. not. No one gets paid for podcasting. Come on, <laughs> let's be real. But what I'm saying is. I can't be amateur because I've done this 50 times. Right. No, absolutely. Yeah. So there's got to be something not quite as delicious as the title Pooh Bear or, or the king of podcasting. Okay. Oh. Or the god or the. <laughs> okay. Or well, the, here, here's um, the thing. Let's liken this to say, um, oh shoot, Mortal Kombat. Okay. Okay. Listen, right now you're halfway up the totem pole. Okay. Another 50 and you'll be fighting Goro. So okay. You, okay. So and you're saying there's 50, a couple under me. Oh yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a lot above me. Yep. But I'm working my way. In 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 at this time next year, you will battle Goro, which is a hard battle because it takes 50 episodes to beat him until you get to oh, Shang Tsung. Man, that is. And then you're a Pooh Bear. A hundred episodes and I become a Pooh Bear. No, 150 episodes. 150 a, episodes. Yeah. I'm not even. I'm actually. I don't even know if I'm there. Oh, well, maybe I am. Yeah, you're. Yeah, yeah you're I definitely know. there. And everyone thinks you're just bananas. Well. And I think you're bananas, well, too. Well, you know, you have to realize something, that most of those people have never met me in real life, and that's why they continue to think that Some I'm of those people have met you in real life, and they think you're pretty fantastic. Well, Other people have not met you in real life and still think you're fantastic. Well, those people they think prob- you're the, the Pooh Bear of podcasting. All right, let's stop it right there. Okay. Episode 50, man. Last week, we we uh, I was sick, man. Yeah. So we, we had to skip that. And if, I kind of feel bad about it, because you know what last Friday was? January 4th? What? Peter Steele's birthday. Oh, you know yeah. how old he would have been? 
40? 50. Oh. He would have been 50 years old, man. man. Just think if we recorded our 50th episode on Peter Steele's would-be 50th birthday. Yeah. How about that? Next year, 51. Uh, but we'll be way past. We'll be way past yeah, episode fifty-one for his fifty-one-er. But dude, not alive. Yeah, okay, yeah, uh, you know we just missed it. That that was something. That I, you know what though? I actually think that's why the world didn't end because the stars were lining up maybe a little bit too good. Oh, that's and then and then so it's like you know what? You're welcome, people. You're still breathing right now. Yeah, you're welcome. And you can thank Peter for that. I thank Peter for many things. Yeah. Okay. Oh, amen. Well, how's it been, man? It's been a little while. We're, we're still. I'm wondering if we still got this thing. I know. We were just talking about it. We're like, man, do we still have our skills to podcast? I don't know if we do. I don't know. I guess it I guess. feels just about the same. No, yeah, you we know. just didn't see you for a week. Yeah. But. Well, it was really sad, man. Like, oh, geez. Yeah. I didn't want to see you though, because you would have got me sick with oh, the, the gombu you had. I was, I was going to move heaven and earth to try to make it here last week, but dude, I couldn't even do it. And that's when you know you're sick. Yeah. Is when you're like, you know, everything that I really want to be doing, I can't do because I'm sick and I hear, I hear, I'm with you, man. You're right. I, I, okay. I won't go into details, but you may be right about that. Okay. You're very right about that, actually, but I'll stop it right there. Okay. You know what else happened though? That could have, you know what? It's not out yet, actually. Corpse Collective video podcast. You guys know that we do a video podcast. Episode yes. 13 got released, okay? Right. It's there. It should be there up on Zombie TV. Go check it out on the Roku box. Yes. Um, we had to skip 12 because we need to do a little bit of reshooting because I think uh, B-Tow Truck focused. I'm not going to say anything. Well, he focused with that when he wasn't wearing his glasses, I think. That could be. No, it's not his fault. Like I said, it's my fault, man. It's your fault. You are the the you are Captain Picard when it comes to this shit. Are you just saying so- that because I'm bald? No, I'm really? saying it because you're the captain of the of the ship. Why so do you when call shit me falls captain apart, Kirk? Then because he's you know the- you know how that goes is when shit falls apart, it's yeah. your problem. Yeah, shit. Yeah, you know, it, everyone may have yeah. been just a little bit out of sorts, but it's your business it, dude, to take care of. You know what? And I and I accept complete responsibility for that. But but it's uh, but so thirteen. We're gonna reshoot twelve uh, this Wednesday, and but uh, so we'll get everything will be back in order soon yeah. enough. But anyway, um, how's your week been, man? Anything? Any, anything to report? Nothing to report. We are in the middle of a giant snowy oh my gosh, kind of yes. storm thing. Yeah. So we're all nestled up in the in the Casa Diablo. And it's nice. Feels nice. Feels nothing nice. to really report. Feels natural. Really? I felt I missed you. I mean, I really did. I was like, <laughs> man, it's Friday. We can't. I can't. Well, Friday. Well, Friday was hard, but I was also puking and shitting. And yeah. And stuff. So. And I, I took comfort from that. I enjoyed, you know, if you're not going to be here doing this, at least, at least you're in misery at home. And that's. <laughs> at least you ain't out with some other man. You come home at 5 yeah. a.m. Let me smell your dick. Yeah. So, yeah, that's where I was at. Okay, good. So, that's fine. Dude, you know what? I've had extra, a, a little bit of time to watch some extra movies. And real quick, I don't want to go on too okay. long about this, but I've watched the shit out of some stuff, okay? okay. Can I, I just want to mention real quick, you know what I got through? Have you ever seen Dexter? I have not seen a single episode. I just finished season seven. Uh-huh. And it's a controversial season, man. Really? But I just wanted to say, people, that I've heard a lot of bad about it. I've heard a lot of bad about it. Yeah. I really liked it. Maybe I'm just easy to please. 
It, it wasn't the best, whatever. It's on Netflix streaming, so you realize you can watch it. Really? Yeah. I did not know the that. The earlier ep- the earlier seasons are. Sure, not um, set not not season 7. Not but. season yeah, season 7 got done uh not too long ago, but um and I also finished uh, American well, caught up with American Horror Story Part mm-hmm. 2. I think we might talk about it. We've been talking a little bit about that on the Facebook group about which is better, season one or season two of American Horror Story. Right. And I think that we may bring that up in the voicemail section. Oh. So, I mean, maybe we'll just wait for that. Maybe we won't. Okay. If it doesn't come up, I'll bring it back up. I just, you know. Bring it. I feel like we need to talk about it. But you haven't seen either one, right? I've seen season one oh, the of whole, American Horror the Story. The whole season. The entire season. Okay. All right. I have not seen the second one, but it sounds really appealing to me. Okay. Yeah, we need to get you that because yeah, you could actually help in this conversation. Yeah. I'm going to be no good. Moment. Yeah. Although, so. I, you know, just skimming really quickly through face little rant there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> gave away half the season, I'm sure. Because <laughs> no, I was like, I no, gotta stop. Fine. Nah, you're fine. Reading this right now because, <laughs> dude, um, I got one last thing to say. What? One last thing before we get going because it's episode fifty. We are going to celebrate the corpse cast. Mm-hmm. Celebrate us. Celebrate. We're going to celebrate and celebrate us. Yes, exactly. I love the sound of that. I work. Yeah, I work. Where I work, you know, we we have to jazz people up. We're we're always celebrating. Yeah. us. Okay. Anyway. Let's celebrate. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. I get that. Exactly. Um. Okay. So I saw a movie. Uh. You ever heard of a little movie called uh, Phantasm? Yes, I directed have. Directed by Don Cosarelli. Uh-huh. Um. Starred uh, Ingus Scrim. You know. You, mm-hmm. know, you got the, Don, Co- the the Cosarelli connection. Whatever. Of course. You ever seen Bubba Hotep? I have. Another Cossarelli. Yes. You know, great, great stuff, right? Yes. I have heard nothing. He, he just came out with a brand new movie, okay? And I've heard nothing but awesome, awesome, awesome stuff about it. Uh, right. John Dies at the End, the end. is the movie. Yeah. I saw it this last week. Right. People. It was fantastic. No, it wasn't that good. It was not. I didn't care for it. I, I want people to call in, and this isn't, this is not the question of the episode, but people, if you've seen this and you loved it, I want you to tell me why, cause, and I was really, really bummed. Maybe this is, has something to do with like my, my, my expectations being so high and whatnot. I watched it, and besides the fact that he grabbed a door handle and it turned into a schlong in his hand, you know, other than that, I didn't, oh it wasn't that great. God. I didn't really care for it very much. I've only heard that title, so I don't know what it's about. I don't know what's going on. So people, those of you who loved it, and there are those out there who loved it, freaking mother effing loved it. Yeah. Call us in, man. What, what, what is it about that movie you guys loved? It was just kind of average to me. Right. I don't, Toot it on the bone phone. Let's hear what your thoughts are. Do it. Toot it on the bone phone. That is, you know, that, that should be our, uh, toot it on the bone phone. No, let's, no, let's, uh, maybe. Guess what we're talking about this week, dude? A lot of rape. Yeah. Creeper sin and rape. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, you're talking about the rape is not in Creeper sin. No, Creeper sin is their own entity, but there is rape all over. Yeah, we've been doing a lot of rapey stuff lately. Rape has been all over the place. We're doing Irreversible from 2002, the French film. Uh, and I'm going to butcher everyone's name, so I'm just going to say it was directed by Gaspard Noé. Oh, that sounds it's, good to me. I have no idea what it is. Um, but you know, because we just, for the video show, we just did, uh, I spit on your grave, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and I watched the original, and then I watched the remake, and, and then now I you watched watch the, Irreversible. That's a lot of rape. That that is a so lot much, of dude. rape. Do you know what my Netflix thing? You know, it says, "Oh shit, you might like." Yeah, it's like comes up. Oh, you watched I Spit on Your Grave, uh-huh. so it's like you might like Rape Squad, <laughs> and 
uh, vagi- uh, I need my dignity back. Oh, really? And uh, vagina mistreatings. <laughs> and I mean, it's just like this whole string of just, it's like, well, no, I don't want to <laughs> Sorry, man. You see know, that. Do you notice that we, it seems like we kind of go through little spurts of a theme because we just got done doing so many satanic Yeah. Stuff, and now we're on to rape. It's like, you're leading me down some rabbit hole that I'm excited to get to. I wonder, I okay, it's I like, wonder. Where's he going to take me next? If It'll the be first like, step is Satanism, and the second one is rape, what's the next one after that? I don't know. I'm a little bit scared. And to there, find I out. guess there, there's a strong argument that could be made for Furburgers. Oh, sure. Because before the Satanic movies and the rape movies, uh-huh. there was a lot of Furberg. Now, no Furburgers equals lots of rape? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Okay. I don't know. All right. Okay. Well, I don't. I don't no want to put burger. words in your it mouth. It seems like a lot of Furburger in instant rape. Maybe. So we're going. I mean, because if we're, we're talking, if we're talking like the original, the original. I that's a good grave, point because she had is, like a she had like a bikini bottom of, of Furburger. Yeah, that was ginormous. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot about that. Yeah, is that right. too much for a burger for you? There's, that, you know, there's nothing in there's this never world. too much. There's, you just said something that doesn't compute in my brain. Demi Moore with that picture. That's a beautiful uh, puffed. Uh, I actually, if it wasn't about a half inch higher, that would have been I'm, really even higher. You're like, man, get it to the belly button. <laughs> Oh, uh, dude! I, you know what? I came up with a whole uh, on the group. We were talking about T-shirts, and I was thinking about making a line of like long T-shirts yeah. that at the bottom have like Furburger, just just the top of one. Yeah, I might do that, dude. Just that would be fantastic. Like, like you're talking about the very bottom of the shirt. There's yes. just this hairy, just plunk. like a little stri- like a little uh, yeah, just like a little strip of it there. And then and then maybe we'll put like corpse corpse cast something. People in the know will get it. Yeah. People oh, yeah. in the know will get it, you know. Oh, they would totally. And it would look fantastic if people like bought the shirt yeah. but then kind of tucked it in so you could still just kinda, in the front. You could just see that <laughs> tuft of hair just coming out of their jeans. You're like, man, that's hot. Oh, dude, that would be that I don't oh, man, God. I I feel like that would uh, break some obscenity laws in some certain states and stuff. But you know what? It's it's worth a shot, you know. It's what we do. It's what yeah. At, we 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 walk that line, man. Yeah. We walked that line, but you know what? We've got a lot of stuff. To- it's fifty, man. I'm stoked. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited. Man, we did. I. It. I, I can't believe it's flown by. Yeah, fifty episodes, it, hasn't it? It's, it's been like wild. You, you've been at Casa Diablo fifty times. That's not even counting the video show. That's which is not. Which 12, is another. 13. No, we've recorded all the way up to through seventeen. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. Can you? Yeah. So I. Yeah. Wow. Wow. We might. I think. That, I think that we're called uh, common law married now. It could be oh, weird. Okay, I yeah, think, here I think in by our law, state, I could still have your shit. And yeah. can I start with that Frankenstein? And I guess thing? by common law, I could still have your shit too. So I'll, yeah. I'll so between you and my that. wife, <laughs> <laughs> between you and can, can I keep? Can I? Oh man! Between me and your wife, you are screwed. Yeah. I, well, yeah, buddy. Oh well. Maybe she'll stick with me and not try to screw me like you do. But yeah. whatever, whatever. I know, we'll I know what kind of bitch you are. Whatever. We'll see. You know, bitches talk. <laughs> And then shit gets weird. Oh, I cannot wait for that to happen. Uh, let's see. So, uh, I guess we should get into some voicemails, man. We got, mm-hmm. we got a few yes. of those, handful of those to get through. Um, the question was, if you'll remember, 
Um, the last time we recorded was on Rod Serling's birthday, which was oh no 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 right. no Christmas was was Rod Serling's birthday because right. the last time we recorded was between Christmas and New Year's. That's right. Um, so we're gonna kind of do a, a Twilight Zone themed uh, question of the episode. Uh, pay a little bit of homage to Rod Serling and, and his awesome show. Um, what is the episode of Twilight Zone that had the most impact on you, or your favorite one? Right. Or which one do you feel like should be brought up? On the corpse cast, on the voicemails, and the, the corpse uh, cast. I like to keep keep it flexible. I yeah, don't, you know, I don't like it when people call in and they're like, "I don't know if this is against the rules or this is what you meant." Just bring it, people. Just bring it. Just bring it. We, we just like to hear it. from you. Not, and that's the point. Yeah, that's the point of the whole thing. But uh, why don't we go ahead and get? To, oh, dude, I totally forgot one thing. The freak end. The freak. What you should have yelled out. Get your freak end. Dude, the freak end. We've got some deets on the freak end, people. Yes. Spit it. February, Friday, February 8th through Sunday, February 10th in Winchester, Virginia, in the Alamo Draft House there. Yeah. Zombie TV is taking over, bitches. We're taking over the whole weekend. The whole weekend. We've got things on tap like uh zombie carnival okay mm-hmm. we're screening movies including uh the abc's of death no shit yeah. i've been stoked to hear i've been stoked to see that That's we're, we're seeing it a month they're screening it a month before it goes to theaters a month before so, yeah. it goes to theaters yes that's beautiful we we got fangoria showing up we, they're going to be giving out tons of shit we got oh, yeah. uh we got some live music from the kung fu dykes and the deadnecks a uh, 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 pretty solid uh, psychobilly band mr lobo's gonna be there uh, is captain lobo somebody because every i always want to call him captain lobo well, I call him Mister. His oh. surname. I oh okay. Well, I, I know he's Mister Lobo, but I was think Captain Lobo. Maybe I'm thinking the Captain of the Hearts. You might want to trademark that right away in case Captain the show Lobo. changes to uh, Captain Lobo. <laughs> I think maybe what I'll do is I'll start a show on, on uh, Zombie TV about yeah. it. Call it Captain Logo or Lobo. So when they click on mine, hoping they're going for Mister Lobo, they'll see my face. Yeah. But by then it'll be too late. And it's just you going. Captain America outfit that would be beautiful. No, in a, every yeah. episode, and that's it. And that's it. That's beautiful. <laughs> that sounds great. But people, go to uh, the Facebook page. I don't want to pimp it too much because I feel like I'm pimping a lot, and you guys, you guys want to hear the White from. Label Lounge will be there. Yeah, we're gonna be there. The hot ladies, the hot zombie TV. The hot them. ladies. Yeah, Tons. it's all gonna go. It's gonna, it's, we're, it's we're gonna be screening all sorts of movies. We're gonna be doing uh, Monster Ballad. Get it, Monster Ballad. Oh, I get karaoke. it. Karaoke. Yeah. Okay. Which I'm she, ready. You guys, if you've never seen Shane and me karaoke, I love to karaoke. You have not lived. Okay. Sometimes I forget a lot of the words, but we put on a good stage show. And no that's what, what, isn't that right? what matters? I mean, Millie Vanilli. Exactly. Uh, okay. They put it's on all a about great stage, stage show. show. Okay. Well, Minus you know, the six pack abs. Well, that, well listen, we have a month to work on those, yeah. all right? All right, we'll, we'll, we'll get right to those. Right, yeah. We'll, Anyways, you know what? Freaking check it out. I'm, I'm going to post some about it on the Corpse Collective on our website, so go check that out, too. Just go to corpsecollective.com by the time this comes out, and you'll see some. They'll see a little video promo for it, and there yeah. you go, whatever. Uh, but, yeah, let's get into some voicemails. We have talked jibber-jabbered quite enough for this. But yes. Guess who's starting us off? Who? Alan of in and out. Is. All right. Mike, Gene, what's up? What's up? First of all, I wasn't with a lady. 
I had just hauled out 400 pounds worth of garbage. Remember, so, he was just sorry like, about oh. that. Anyway, oh. on to the question of the episode. So he uh, sounds just like he's doing sex with a lady when he 400 pounds well, of garbage. I've really enjoyed that okay. series. Let me ask you something. What? Maybe he was doing both at the same time, just having sex now with that a is giant lady. Hot. That is hot. Okay. Anyway, sorry, Alan, about that. Uh, we will no longer cut you off. Netflix streaming. It's a great series, but I think I have to like the one, and I can't remember the name of it, but we're the one, the chick gets the plastic surgery, and yes. she ends up with the pig nose, and nobody likes her. I mean, that's, that's a really that's right. good episode, and oh, yeah. a great twist. And, Indeed. I mean, that's what Twilight Zone was all about, having a twist. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think would be my it's favorite. Uh, y'all have a good one. Um, I didn't wish y'all it earlier, but I hope y'all had a very good Christmas. Wonderful. And I hope y'all have a great New Year. And all okay. i got to say, in all seriousness, thank you for doing the podcast. Thank mm. you for entertaining me for free for a year now. No, we have it part of your soul. It's not awesome. free at all. There has not been a podcast I haven't enjoyed. Thank you. And That's much nice. love to you yeah, guys. Yeah, I like to hear that. So have a great New Year's and a great 2013. Bye. I want to hug Alan right now, actually. I want to have sex with him like he's a 400-pound bag of garbage. Well, I wonder if you could get him and his 400-pound girlfriend and have a threesome. And if she's 400 pounds, isn't she garbage? That's... that's oh, I what? thought... That, no, what? she's not. She's Dude, beautiful. All women are beautiful. Everything's beautiful. But, dude, that hurts. That hurts. Everything is beautiful and all. I was just, that was a JK. You put JK at oh, the end. Oh, you're really it, being a it tool. It doesn't matter. If you put JK at the end, it doesn't matter. What you, you can say. say whatever. You can be like, yeah. you can be you like. You can say anything and just put JK at the end. Really? That, it, you it, know what? About 10 things popped in my head. You're like the most offensive shit in the world. And I'm like, JK, and then I was going to say JK, but then I'm like, nah, it's, I don't even know if I want to say that. Oh, because you might not even be just kidding about it. See, maybe I'm a little insecure about my stuff I don't kid around about. That's hot. All right. All right. Uh, Darian called in. The D-Man. Turn up the radio. Oh, he's got a hey, beautiful Tucky voice. Hey, Bears, Darian from the Padded Room Podcast. <clears throat> Excuse me. Big D. Uh, Twilight Zone episodes that kick ass. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Here's what I got for you. He likes that. <laughs> uh, I forget the name of it, but it's the one where the widow is receiving calls from her dead husband, and then she goes to the cemetery, Ooh. and the phone lines are running right into his grave. Oh. What? Yes. Like that one. Also, oh, uh, the one where the astronauts crash on the, uh, they think they're on Mars, but it turns out they're in rural Nevada. Yeah, that, yeah, dude. I remember yeah, that one. Good stuff. They end up killing each other over food and water and stuff. And they're freaking right by That's good times. Anyway, shit. little fun fact for you, gentlemen. Um, CBS just brought Brian Singer in to talk about yet another Twilight Zone reboot. Oh. Dude, there's been like six of them already, yeah. and uh, none of them have worked out. No, they haven't. I think the last one was in 2002 and was hosted by Forrest Whitaker. Oh, and, uh, ghost dog. Yeah, you know, they bounce between a half hour and an hour. They uh -huh. try to squeeze two stories into one show. It never it never seems to work out. Right. But uh, I don't know. Maybe this one will. So check that shit out. And uh, you fine gentlemen, keep up the good work. I will talk to you next week. Sweet action. Goodbye. Dude, check this out, though. Uh -huh. You know why they've never really picked up and taken off? 
It's because you had guys like Richard Matheson writing for it. Yeah. You know, the Richard Ma- Matheson. Rod and The Murch. I Am Legend. Yeah, Rod, and uh, not to mention the guy who started all of this, Rod Serling, man. Yeah. I was like, they had so much, so many great writers having so much writing talent that you're not going to recapture that. I mean, not for, not for, I mean, I don't know what they were getting paid now, but like a bitch like that, you can only afford one these days. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. I'm talking out of my ass, people. I no, no, no. I You're talking shit. right. You're no, talking not. true. I may happen to be true, but it's not because I know anything about it. It's because I lucked out. Because I'm just talking shit. Being but, part of something like that, like the original Twilight Zone series. Oh yeah. That's a magical place. Well, in, Especially in, after that first season, you're just like, man, I want to be part of that. <laughs> you know what's great about Twilight Zone 2 is my, how many original seasons were I think, I can't remember, but I know that me and my, and my she's nine now, but. I want to say there was seven. Maybe, but, but me, but so a lot like, like, uh, who was saying that? Was Darian saying they were all on Netflix or, or was it Alan? Yeah, there's like 140 was, episodes. Me on and Netflix. my daughter, me and my daughter have gone, have watched every single one of those, you yeah. know? And so right now she's formulating, um, her favorite one for when some stupid podcast asks her. Yeah. In 20 years or some shit. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. It's a family affair, people. It's, you know, it, it's, I just started him off on a, on a, on a tangent singing. You have a first time caller up next, man. Ooh, I love it. You know her. I know her. Yes. She's from here, but doesn't live here anymore. Okay. By popular demand, Faith called in. Faith. Oh. Well, I've been promising that I'm going to call in for weeks, and it's I never about do, so now I am, and this is Faith, and I'm still getting over a cold, so I sound like shit. Mm, you sound great. Mixed with Lucifer. Um, I can come up with a million and one reasons why I haven't been calling in, but truth but be told, my kids stay up longer than I do, and so I'm never up this late. It happens to be American Horror Story Night, so I am. Oh, cool. Um, as far as, like, foreign horror, I don't even know any foreign movies at all horror or oh. not so i'm glad that i didn't call in on that day <laughs> but as far as twilight zone any hitchcock tales from the crypt twilight anything zone. i love all of it and um, one that sticks out the most would be i think it's called like eye of the beholder or beauty yep, and i yep, have the beholder yep, and it's the one with all the plastic surgery where i think it's actually set in you know to be the year 2000 and everybody's getting plastic surgery to all look like. I think about that one the most often because I see everybody with that one. same cookie-cutter type it is. plastic surgery, you know, little nose that every girl gets. Okay, can I pause it right there real quick? Uh, okay. Yeah. I've got a little offended by that. Want to know why? Because, <laughs> because, because, dude. No, I don't want to know no, why. I'm gonna no, tell you why. Oh, I'm going to okay. tell you why. Anyway, right. I don't care if you don't want to know why. Dude, okay, I am a bald guy with a beard. Sure. Do you know how many bald guys with beards are out there? Okay. It's like eight. Eighteen million. Eighteen million. million. I mean. But I'll tell you what, it's not as if I like wanted to be this cookie cutter, okay? It's I'm bald and I have to and I have to make up for it uh by by growing a beard. And what is that all about? The bald guys always hairy bastards. Well, plus I'll tell you what, when you know, you put on a few. Why don't scientists work on that? Why do people go bald up top and be hairy sons of? Because we have a lot of testosterone, dude. Oh, that's that really what it, what it is. is. Absolutely, and it just I'm, blows I'm, through the head or it, what? I don't, I don't know. I, it's just it's it's genetic. It's human nature. My man. boss, he's bald, 
hairy bastard. It's Dude, like, I don't understand. I am a hairy bastard everywhere except for on top of my head. Yes. That's, That's weird. I don't want to look like a cookie cutter, okay? I'm yeah, just saying. Yeah. You know what's funny is I will like, don't. like for instance, this happened this week, and I'm not lying to you. I'm at okay. work, okay, and right. some guys get back because, you know, sometimes they'll go out for like a, a soda and stuff. They'll go to the, the gas station. The five or and whatever. dime or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Are there still five and dimes? Well, five but whatever. Seven Eleven, five. And okay, nine. they go to Seven Eleven, and they're like, "Hey, you know what? We saw you at uh, the Seven Eleven, right?" And I just looked at him because this has been through this so many times. I'm like, "Well, what race was he?" Oh yeah, he was uh, probably Tongan or something. Really, <laughs> a lot of like, Tongan baldies. A lot of a lot of Tongan. There's Mexican bald. Yeah. Well, Hispanic, Hispanic, Tongan, white guys, yep. black guys. There's all sorts of bald guys with beards. What okay. we can determine from this yeah. is that every race. Goes bald for sure. Yeah, I mean, there's well, people we that just go did bald. a science experiment. George Jefferson, he's bald. He was bald. He he's one of the originals. He didn't go too. for the the full shave. But. Yeah. Well, it's because, like I said, I'm compensating. I had to go with the beard. I wanted to pretend that I'm do this on purpose. That's why I shaved the whole thing. Uh, you look good with a beard and bald. Well, thank you. I don't know that and I so would even like you. Million other guys. I really don't know that I'd even like you if you had hair. I usually just buzzed it. So it was the same, except for it was about you know quarter inch long. Oh, please tell me that when you did have it, it was a buzz cut. I no, need to not know like that. a flat top. I just buzzed it. You know, I just like you know, it's it's yeah. just you know, so it's it looked the same. I have buzzed a my, my the thing that I have going for me is I have a really round head and looks. You know, well, what? <laughs> You've got good looks come on, come on. going. All right, we're gonna listen to Faith. Speaking okay. of good looks, let's finish Faith off. I mean, let's finish her voicemail off. Holy whoa, whoa. whoa. When they get a nose job. Yeah. And well, I hear. I'm just teasing about my baldness. I know what you're saying. I was going to bitch at you about American Horror Story, but I did that on Facebook. Oh, because I was hoping you'd do it here so we could respond. I had stepchild stuff, so that's about all I was going to say. We're glad you called Hope in. This, you know, it's worth the wait. I'll try to call in more often. Do it. Maybe I won't sound so shitty. Well, okay. I'll tell you yeah, what. Bye. You just made my day, Faith. You made my day. We're not going to demand, but I say try. Try it. Just try to call in. You know, I don't want to criticize, but she could have said first time caller, long time listener. She could have she said could that. She could have done but that. But I'm not going to bust her balls, okay? Because she call, she was nice enough to call in, okay? Yeah. All right. All I'm saying is. you got to understand it. We've got a lot of people that listen to the show that have never called in. Well, we have. I, I mean, I wouldn't say a lot. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah, let's yeah, say sure. five that have never called in. Five. That's not pushing a little bit. Okay. Four. Okay. But <laughs> my point is, is that when. It says, ding, leave your message. It's kind of intimidating. I've done it. I've called into shows. Have you? Yeah, I've called and into you're getting podcast I guess I used shows. To too. And I'm like, well, that's it's kind of weird. Or, well, just so you know, I think it gives you a chance to redo it if you don't like the first time. But you remember back in the day when you're like in high school, you're calling a chick or junior high or whatever, yeah. and you didn't get a second chance, bitch. People could hear you on the other end, even if you did re-record it. But you couldn't. Exactly, which so, is why you left 15 messages going, well, what I meant to say, well, beep, I, call I'm me back. sorry I talked about like... My dick, you know, you know about that. but it is hard for you, babe. I hope your dad I mean, didn't hear that. And of course, her dad's sitting there right now saying, You're never going to go yeah. hang out with Mike, whatever. That happens. Faith, thank you so your much for calling yeah. in. Bless your heart. Yeah, it's so great. Uh, you know what? The irony here is rich because Faith's best friend called in next, Gracie's Poppy. Oh. GP! <laughs> calling from the road on the phone, yeah, okay, I pause it real quick. I pause it real quick because we've had two people singing, open up their call with this with that song. Yeah, Darian and GP. Yeah, who won? Who won the the battle of the bands there? Did GP? 
I'm gonna have to go GP too. He is GP. GP and the bone. Fun- I, I love Darian. Him. I love Darian so much. In fact, I think I've hugged and lifted. I will Darian. say Darian is more uh, musical. I mean, he's he's got more Sinatra in the voice. Well, what I was thinking, I think that he was a little. I was gonna say more urban. So urban, it, 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 urban. I like well, that. Well, Frank Sinatra's not urban at all, dude. Darian's kind of an urban looking fella. Yeah. Because he wears his hats not straight, not backwards, but kind of off to the side. Tilted off. That's pretty urban. You got to be good looking to do that. Yeah, that's You have to be good. I know. That's why I don't but do I'm saying, and I And you've got good looks. You're not a bad looking but, dude. But I'm not but a side hat good looking because you're you, not a confident got, good looking guy. Well, no. Confident good looking guys do that. They, Listen, they if you're going to make yourself, hat if you're going to make side. yourself look like a tool by cocking your, your, your hat off to the oh. side. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm He's really, looking at me. He's I'm starting to fight. I know. I'm just kidding. Oh, I love everybody. Darian's so going to fight you and that singer guy from uh, oh, yeah, Jason's from- <laughs> watching. Jason's Jason's going to, what's that called? Jason. Ari, Ari Lehman. Ari from, Lehman. From, He's uh, going to fight you Jason from- and Ari Lehman. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and out and say I could take Darian and Ari Lehman at the same time. Dude, are you calling that out? I'm calling it out right now. Let's Ari. I hope you're listening. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm an asshole. Here's GP again. Speaking of assholes. Point uh, to the question I've said in before I got my significant. It's because I'm on my way, my way to work. Oh, my God. Freaking sun glare. Jesus. Oh, ah. wow. He's right. um, your sunglasses. All right. What's the Twilight Zone episode that affected me the most? Shane uh, already said it. It's uh, Time Enough at Last. The Burgess Meredith one. One where he, uh, the whole world uh, is gone. He finally gets rid of his cow of a wife. He's yeah. all there. He's there by himself, and he can read to his heart's delight. I thought, Mer- I thought he did a great job. Was awesome. That one, I, you know, growing up, you know, when I was a kid, during summer break, I always stay at like 3 o'clock in the morning reading, because I, you know, my favorite thing to do. And I hate people. So, so right there are two yeah. best things about the movie that, uh, or the show that I like. So that would have been your And, head, um, you know, I, I, I was thinking, like, how, what kind of awful would be if, you know, I could read all these books and I can't see. Uh, mm. Yeah, that. that yeah, I, mean, so I would go down to the uh, down to our freezer, a walk-in freezer, and I think, well, what if something happened and everybody dies and it's just me and I was protected? You have a lot of hair hawks to eat. So that's pink eyed beans. I just want to make another mention. Um, I like the Twilight Zone, but uh, I was more of a fan of Night Gallery. You know, uh, cool you know that's still good. That, I, I think that's blasphemy, that, but that's... That's another about showing that. That doesn't get quite enough mention. No, it doesn't, but, but I still don't think it's That's why I got for you guys today, and I will talk to you later. Bye. But, I mean, I won't agree with them, but Night Gallery's great, but it's no Twilight Zone. I so. never saw much of It's okay. You want to know Night why? Gallery. Because it wasn't as good, and so you, people didn't motivate you. Night Gallery it. sounds like a great 80s metal band. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Your night gallery. You know what you just mentioned? We're going to be doing Black Roses here pretty quick yeah. in this month, I think. And we're and I am stoked as freaking mother effing balls to do that movie with you. You're yeah. going to love it, dude. I'm so stoked for it. And I don't want to give it away, but that's what you reminded me of. But, you know, GP, he's a freaking man. I mean, I'll, I'll give it to he's, him. He's a sweet so, dear. You know, what are you going to do? Dear son. You know, even though he's a little bit wrong on that. but you know, Well, it's okay. Well, I still love him. Let's hold him. Let's he nestle does, him up. Let's wrap him up in a little swaddle and uh, and sing Negro hymnals to him. Why don't you give us one? What's the first one you would sing? Is that a is that a hymnal? Well, you're, I can't you're, even bring myself holding, to say you're that holding, other word. You're holding the baby and just 
Jesus, sweet Jesus. Listen, as long as, long as by the river and, about Jesus. and everyone starts snapping and shit. <laughs> you get that you got the washboard, washboard in there and the snap. <laughs> oh, dude, that is beautiful. Man. I'm just saying that's what I would do with JP or GP. I always get JP and GP. Oh, JP. So. JP Morgan Chase. <sighs> they own you. So they own me, man. But yeah. I nestle him up, hold him oh, in my arm, you rock know him on the old right now. G- GP's wondering if he should go to the freak end right now. I think you just sold him. It's like a four-hour drive for him, and he can't take his car because he'll leave his family without a car. Yeah, but now he's going to find a way to make it because he's like Shane like, will this do that. This guy's going to gonna swaddle me up. He's like, I haven't had that kind of human interaction yeah. in years. I want it. Well, that's just wrong. <laughs> okay, uh, Jake the Snake called in. Oh, the Jakester. Hello, guys. Uh, Jake the Snake here. Jake. Uh, first of all, I did come up with answer to the last question of the episode. I came up with it because, ah, oh, damn it. I did not catch that you didn't mention France. Like, argh. I know everybody gave uh, a shit for so, France. Yeah. Uh, that brings my answer to two movie high tension and oh, inside. Yep, for both great insights. Insights on our list. It's great. Okay, movie. now for this week um, about the Twilight Zone it's episode. It's on Netflix. Uh, you know, uh, most of the classic ones, well, they're pretty good, but they didn't quite have much of an effect on me, mainly because I, well, uh, they're so famous and they get spoofed everywhere. I mean, the famous William Shatner one with the Gremlin on the Ding! airplane wing. Done by the Simpsons and the Burgess Meredith one. And the movie. Great glasses. Yep. Done by Family Guy. <laughs> so I had to think of this one, and I, I did come up with one. I don't remember what the episode was called, but I remember it involved the Earth moving away, I mean, moving closer to the sun, and everything's getting so damn hot. Oh, yeah. But I remember that in way. a typical Twilight Zone fashion, there's a twist at the end that it was all a dream. Oh. But <laughs> the Earth is actually moving away from the sun, and we're freezing balls. Everything's getting colder. How about that? That's I like that one because I usually like apocalyptic scenario type movies, and hmm. you know I'm this makes you wonder which of these would you prefer. I mean, death by heat or death by cold? Get so death by heat right hot now. Death, death by bunga. Boil alive eventually. You ever hear that joke, or bunga bunga? to death eventually. <laughs> Man, I mean, that's, that, that's a tough choice. I mean, I'm sure built like Earth. I, he he's just like, I don't want to live in a world without Robitussin. That's, that's it. Yeah. Damn it, it's cold. But, uh, right yeah, that's all I got to say right now. That's probably. all I got to say. Yeah, went a little short this week, but, yep, what can you do? Bye-bye. Oh, I love Jake the Snake, man. Jake, you sweet little devil. He, You know, he calls in. He's like, you know, just when I think he's not going to call in, he he he, pre- he gives us our, his dulcet tones of yeah. his voice. He, and it's like, it, it's like a Sarah Lee devil cake. Oh, I want to eat him up. I want to eat him like a little sandwich. <laughs> and roll him into sandwich. a ball and what kind of what kind of sandwich? Bash if, his head. If in. We, oh no! If we had to eat 
Jake the Snake, after all the years of Robitussin, what do you think his meat would taste like? Ugh, like uh, sour. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the question for next episode. Okay. No, I'm just teasing. Oh, I'm just teasing. Okay, then I can say, like, yeah. uh, sour pudding. I think it would, you know, you know, like, uh, you get that sandwich that's like the turkey, the, 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 the turkey dinner sandwich. You get the turkey. Yeah. And you get like the cranberry sauce. Ugh, I yeah. feel like that. I hate those sandwiches, but I feel yeah, like that's I hate what Jake, those two. Jake, don't die and don't make me eat you because I don't really like cranberry. I, I'm agreeing 100% with you. Yeah, I don't care I think that he would taste like a goddamn turkey and cranberry sandwich yeah. and which I hate them too. I hate those too. I love Jake. I just don't I like the way Jake. he tastes. I don't like the way Jake tastes. That's all. Yeah. Uh, James called in. James. Hey, gang, what's going on? Been so goddamn busy being a filthy grease monkey. I haven't had time to call into the old bone phone for a while there. Been trying to keep this effing flu virus out of my household period, but it is struck once again, it seems. I'm just hoping that it doesn't hit me because I'm going to be screwed if it does. Anyway, just wanted to give a shout out to Darian for winning the caption, the card cat contest, and, uh, Thanks, yeah. everybody, for he paid taking it time and putting some comments on it. <laughs> he paid it forward, huh? I guess that's pretty much about it. You guys have a good one. Yeah, babe, that, that is that is the the true essence of a Castian. Yeah. So, well, you know what's weird is, you know how we're called Castians? Yeah. Any, It's weird that we, we said that because cast is in any podcast. We need to come up with a word like corpses or something. Because yeah. Cor- I because like that's, You see what I'm saying? Because every, every podcast could be a Castian. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But... Okay. I like Corpsian. It's pretty good. Corpsian's fine. But uh, we pay it forward, man. Yeah. We, we do pay it forward. In We're fact, good peoples. He, he was the one that won the Roku box, and he felt, I think he felt guilty because it wasn't a real haiku. It, uh, yeah, well. But, it wasn't. Well, it won. It won. Ember. Ember picked, and she had the final say. And she didn't. You won because you have the most soul. Like, man, if I had three more words, I could have won. Yeah, if I had two yeah. more lines, you know, no. It, no, it it's it's about the spirit, it's about the heart. Okay, it's yeah, the exactly. Spirit of competition. Exactly. Well, whatever. Lauren called in. Hi, Mike and Jane. It's Lauren. I no, am no. calling to um, answer the question of the episode, and I believe I owe you a story um, that, that I promised you on the Facebook page. Oh, sweet action. Um, so the Twilight. So an episode that just popped into my head was oh, that, that nightmare so at 20,000 feet. Oh, yeah. Thing. yeah I think yeah, because yeah. when I was a kid, they redid the Twilight Zone. They did like an 80s movie of With it. John and Lithgow. they redid that scene. So it was all, I don't just remember. He um, did a good job of that, too. That they're scene, they're like the two like scenes being juxtaposed in the um, like stories about the movie coming out or promos. And I think I had to look at the Wikipedia page because my parents weren't strict with me about movies. So I watched, I was allowed to watch a lot of garbage, which I guess you weren't. So I was like, damn, Mike's more cultured than I am. Because I was watching like Swamp Thing and Nightmare on Elm Street and all this shit like right in front of them. Um, I have a Swamp Thing. And not so much Twilight Zone. Uh, So I remember the one (laughs) about freaking me out about the woman who... I had to be holding. She goes to the shopping mall, oh, like no. a shopping place or center, to return something, and there's no floor there. I remember that because that oh. was another thing with my family. Um, my mm. little, because um, both my parents worked, so a lot of time was either like doing sports with them or they would drag me along clothes or grocery shopping. So I remember that one freaked me out, and the dummy one. 
stuck, oh, yeah, out, yeah, yeah. My, stuck out in my head Absolutely. and I looked up on the Wikipedia and there's like two dummy epi- episodes in the original series, but one of those freaked me the fuck out. Um, <laughs> so it was, I think it's more from when I was a kid, like the, what I remember most is things from the Twilight Zone where I would actually like look out on an, an airplane window or oh, yeah. be worried about getting lost while I was with my parents shopping or dummies and dolls scare scare me are you um, talking about the one where the, the dummies get one day off was, i totally forgotten hands? about most of this or i got to hear like rehear my parents side of this but um my mom told me when i was visiting for christmas that my dad had been wanting to see um django and she's on the facebook so she Decide. knows that i've continued hmm. my love of um depraved movies so she's like oh your father wants to go see that Django movie he's really excited about it and he doesn't go to the movies a lot so I was like you know what my dad and I don't really do anything together now so like you know said hey dad let's go see Django and so my parents were talking at the Christmas dinner and uh, my mom brought up she's that she remembered how or they were remembering how um it was this disagreement that they'd had because um, my dad was sort of waxing poetically, like, nostalgically about how he used to watch, like, Clint Eastwood and Charles Bronston exploitation movies with me, mm-hmm. and those were, like, the things we did before we did sports together. We would, like, make bread and watch exploitation movies. Oh, a lot of yeast um, going two on. Two of my favorite activities right now. And um, <laughs> I don't know what that means. So, so then my mom was said... And then he said, you thought it wasn't appropriate for a family film. You know, it wasn't appropriate to show our daughter. And she said, well, it's not appropriate family viewing. And after that, (laughs) you left and you went off into your own room. And so I was remembering, I was like, oh, yeah, my dad, he didn't go into our main family entertainment room. Like, he does not watch TV in there. And I couldn't remember why. And I guess, Mike, you always talk about, like, how you have your... Your daddy's office, daddy's room, yes. we no, watch no, no, no movies. No, no, yeah, exactly. Um, my dad didn't actually get cable in that room or VCR, so he just pretty much went off his no-no room and I probably shouldn't say that. Whatever, about, it's yeah. downstairs, Sorry. and he just like reads I books apologize. and there's nothing in there. But it's kind of cool to hear the like to hear you talk about um, your kids and to like have my parents fill in the gaps about um, like. Can I tell a little story that goes I would love to hear it because I can see you over there going, Oh, dude. dude. Okay, so, so I'm watching last night, and this is last night. I'm yeah. watching the, uh, the latest episode of, uh, of, uh, um, American, American Horror, Horror story. story. Thank you. Thank you. I'm watching that. And, you know, it's, it's not like it's rated R or anything like that, but I mean, it's pretty gnarly, dude. Race, racy. Well, it's very racy, especially for TV. But so I, I you know, I had it on the DVR and I'm watching stuff and my son just kept coming in. And yeah. it's like a, they were packing because they went on a vacation, uh, to Southern California. So they're packing. My wife's packing. Right. And the kids are all up. It's like 11 o'clock, you know, and they're still running in and out and stuff. And my, one of my sons kept coming in because he was just having the, hey, check out my lightsaber. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. He's just, you know, and he always comes in and he's like, he's like one of these kids that are very observant and he'll come mm-hmm. in and he's very, you know, articulate for a little kid and he'll sit yeah. there and start talking. But then he goes, he kept coming in, running out, coming in, running out. And he finally goes, dad, you know, I noticed that every time I come in here, you pause your movie. And, he, and I go, oh, well, why do you think that is? He goes, well, I think it's because it's a scary movie, dad. Yeah. I said, 
yeah. And he goes, and he goes, I think you want me to go to sleep. And I don't think you want me to have nightmares. And so that's really nice. And you say, that's exactly and, why and I he do goes, that. and he goes, and I said, I go, yeah, you know, you're right. And I go, plus it's kind of, you know, I mean, there, there, it's for grown ups, you know, little kids shouldn't see this stuff right, yet and whatever. Right. But he goes, he goes, dad, you know what? And he's six years old. He goes, I think I'm ready for it. I think I'm ready to watch this. So stuff. turn it on. So I turned it on for uh. a minute. The dude bolted after like two minutes. He scared the shit out of him. So that was, I mean, that was just wonderful. That's you know? awesome, though. It was so funny. And, you know, and, and if you knew my son, he's just so, I mean, I mean, obviously this means more to Is me. Is that the and, boy you bring over here where he's just really shy around? No, no, that was, like, that one was cold. He, he's my four year old. Yeah, but he's, uh, he's shy around. He's really, this, this, my, my, my son Ashton would freaking talk your ear off, but whatever. But no, I just think it's funny. I, yeah. I, I wonder. Give it, them it, two minutes of it, they go, hey! I, it's okay, going to be I'm interesting out. when they're old to kind of hear their, their whole, you know, take on what it was like growing up with a dad who likes yeah. horror movies. Daddy's like, no, no room. Well, it's either, it's either horror movies or sports ball. Yeah. So it's like they come in and they don't want to watch either. And it just know. happened to be a part of American Horror Story where you're like, Okay, because you couldn't put on, you know, oh, oh, black no. candles or oh, something. Oh, and go, no. all right, oh, no, I'll turn it, was... it off for two minutes and you can watch this girl have sex with a goat. Exactly. No, it wasn't anything like that. I think it was. It was actually a part where, um, I they well, it, the latest one too had a uh, had Dylan McDermott uh, drinking uh, uh, teat milk from a hot black hooker. But uh, it wasn't that part either, because I thought that that would yeah. probably be a little too racist. It's you know, a very nervous two minutes. That you go, okay, ding. Yeah, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. But it, you know what? And to me, it was probably, I don't remember anything being scary, but it was scary enough to him. But I can't wait. I'm, you know, I can't yeah. wait till we're around the table Christmas, you know, 2025 or something like that. And I, you know, I don't know. Is that too far away? Yeah, it's probably too far away. You know, yeah. 2018, whatever. Anyway. I don't know. Just like my history of watching those movies with my dad. And so that was part of the, you know, why I theorized, like, I just, it's like comforting for me to watch. Um, exploitation movies like that sometimes. Cool. But anyway, um, I did go to see Django with my dad this morning, and it was fucking amazing, oh, and it blew my mind. And um, it, it did scar the shit out of me, because, um, yeah, I don't know if I put it up on the Facebook page. Like, that's I keep on saying, talking about when I was a kid, and I broke my leg, and I was in the hospital for, oh, for yeah, the fuck the, ever. Uh, yeah, yes. second kill in Django yeah. um, is how I broke my leg. I had a horse flip over on top of it and Yikes. snap the femur. So there's a part in Famous Django where a guy has a horse the human on his femur for it's a like long fucking time. And so I, that's like one of the first See ya. injuries. So I was almost like burst out Seriously. crying immediately in the movie. And I was like, oh my God. So needless to say, it had a really powerful impact on me. And um, so it was really disturbing. And I was pretty much totally disturbed until... Um, there's a part with Don Johnson, and he has like this, whatever white I, horse, I and some really that, poetically, really visually nice stuff happens in that scene and with Don his horse. So that comedy the fuck Johnson down. Was, was in like and, a um, but otherwise, I was like, my heart was pounding, and my, both, my dad, my I looked over, and he had like his fist in his Don mouth. Johnson. He was like, oh my god! And um, my dad kind of pushed out about it because guy. he hasn't seen just like all um, guys watched too many movies in so long because kind of. I kind of hate white guys. You know, to be stubborn about shit with my mom. He didn't really see too many, aside from, like, whenever his friend was in a movie, his friend was, like, the cowboy in a 
Car Wash and Kehoe and Serpico. Car Wash. So, like, whenever that guy was in a movie like The Untouchables or um, Hope of Greenwich Village, he would take me to those inappropriately violent movies. But otherwise, he didn't really, he hasn't really seen too many. Um, and he'd seen Pulp Fiction or whatever, but he was being like a wussy crybaby after Django. <laughs> and I was like, suck it up. That should happen, Dad. Um, I think I do want to see it again in D.C. because I saw it in the yeah. suburbs um, where it was a little you know, quieter. So um, I want to see it with a more urban audience so we can like just <laughs> scream and cheer and... Um, is that but anyway, okay to say on the I recommend it. Like, oh, my good. heart was, like, pounding the whole time. It's fucking great. And I, I have heard it. a rumor that Tarantino's threatening to, like, quit filmmaking. Because they're phasing out um, actual use of film. Um, and they're going to switch to all digital. All right. So who knows if he actually will... Or if, like, the wine yeah, his wallet will say, up. Mm, I think I need or to if, make you know, occasionally, movie. Like, I don't think... small theaters will have oh, this sort of revival. But, um... Sure. I don't know. I wasn't, um... Oh, yeah, in fact, Gunnar's in this movie. Love him. And there's a potential for a lady sequel, I think. Ooh. Um, and, I like uh, that. I'm sure you'll catch... There's a lady with a bandana over her face. I've gone on forever. But anyway, I was really enjoyed that movie. Um, I wasn't totally up uh, Tarantino's asked before, but I think Ooh, I think I'm in there horse, now. Stefan and I'm Ooh, I'm kind of sold now that he's threatening to retire. Um, but I love the movies that he references, and I'm actually grateful for what he's done to like shed light on. Well, there you go. Really awesome. It's like, like a sermon. Movies of the past. Yeah. Hey, I man, said brother. I was going to shut the fuck up, and I didn't. <laughs> so now I am. I um, Happy New Year, you guys. Me. It's been Thank a year of Shane. And he's awesome. Oh, All right. Bye. So much. Oh, she said bye and then it cut out real quick. Oh. Right. Well, at least we got the bye in there. So basically after after her message, I am the first, I'm waking up first thing tomorrow morning, the family's out of town. I'm yeah. going to see Django. That's that's, go that's see number Django. one. I'm seeing that. Okay. Paul G called in. Oh, Gutierrez. Gutierrez. I don't know how to say it. Whatever. Gutierrez. Hello, gentlemen. Paul G here. Paul um, Yeah, I love the last episode. Um, I guess I'll start with the question of the day, the uh, Twilight Zone thing. Um, wow, I, um, that whole show was kind of frightening for me as a kid. Oh, yeah. I mean, the whole tone of it, the, the black and white, and it was just kind of eerie. It always kind of creeped me out. Um, Tell I, me if I paused it. I've been pausing a lot. I, I, th- I feel like I've gotten yeah, kind of over my got... pausing thing, but guess what? Now I'm back into it, so I what are you going to do? Dude. Do you notice the scariest thing is, is at any moment, you know, in my life, something's uh-huh. gonna, something weird's gonna happen, and then all of a sudden Rod Serling's gonna be in my house, and all of a sudden just start talking to the camera? Is that the scariest thing That's about hot. Okay, That's cool, go. though. Sorry, that was, that to was. To be able to go, this guy just got butt fucked by <laughs> ten men. His wife, He's out of nowhere, just brought in the biggest dildo he sandwiches. Exactly. Thought he had the world in his hands. Now he's going to go into Twilight. Too. And then he blows smoke in my face and shit. And, hey, that's weird. Okay. I like that. You always had a cig, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they did that in the 50s. Oh, the 60s and stuff. But, you know, it didn't matter back then. 50s, 60s, is like smoke and your doctor, yeah, gynecology. Yeah, yeah I'm dead, digging there. Yeah, you there. know, that. Even well, the thing is, is even in American Horror Story, man, even the in the, yeah. in the things there, they've got smokes there. They don't care. They don't give a shit. Yeah. All right. Sorry, Paul. The, the one episode that really freaked me out, I don't remember what the name was exactly. I think it was called something, uh, 
what's in the box or something like what's that. What's in the box? Um, the only thing I really remember that really had an impact on me was uh, at the end of it, this uh, this this old man uh, throws his wife out of a window. And I remember just as a kid, you know, already. Uh, I wonder if it was that. Out, if that was the box. Uh, by the show in general. California, stay away from here. Rondo's got the upper hand. Kind of freaked out to watch it. How's the woods as a kid? But anyway, I think uh, the movie The Box was then, uh, after one of these. I guess on the feast. Uh, you're uh, right. Great yeah. review, guys. I know. I saw that. Uh, I, I guess right when it came out, they had a a preview in L.A. with uh, you know the Gulagers. Uh, the Gulagers were there and stuff. And uh, oh yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Father and son, and they were talking about the movie afterwards, and uh, the writers and stuff were there, but. Uh, it was just like, you know, like a festival uh, show where it was just kind of electric. The crowd was really into it. and cool. It was just a blast. I loved the movie. I thought it was fun and everything. Yeah, um, you know well, what? Shortly after that, you know, when it came out on video, I watched it again. And, you know, I, I still liked it. It wasn't, uh, wasn't nearly as good. And, uh, you know, I've, I've watched it since then. And uh, I, I really, I haven't really made it through the whole movie. I mean, it just kind of gets... Get, it's getting know, worse for it. Well, yeah. anyway, well, um it was great the first time I saw it with the with the crowd. Right. But uh, anyway, speech zone. Uh, anyways, can't see. Uh, wait to see what you guys have on the next show. Um, thanks a lot. Bye. Good theaters, PG. You, you, you know what I have to say about Feast, though? I really think Feast is one of those movies that will do better in a, in like a group setting or, yeah. we, you know, yeah. when you've put back a few or whatever. Just because it's like, I mean, I watch most movies by myself, you know, in the no-no room and whatnot. Right. But, you know, and, but that just seems like one where you don't have to worry about plot. You don't have to worry about keeping up on it. I mean, it's not like it's a freaking, you know, Da Vinci Code or some shit. Exactly. You know? Yeah. You know, well, so, and let's break that down because he says, you know, the festival, you got the, you know, people that are all yeah. enthused. They've had a couple beers. Well, sure, some, absolutely. Some chicks hanging around with some titties in their. You know, oh, you're like, yeah, man. and everyone's it, just that enjoying would go it. better with titties next time. Yeah, with there's no or titties alone. Uh, well, in, in listen, I I liked the movie. I thought it was fine, but you know, I'll tell you what, it would have gone better with some titties. Yeah. Um, but you know what, Laura from uh, you know the sweet bed or the, yeah, the, the lovely bed. Yeah, uh, she, she said the same thing. She was like, "I love that every second of that movie." You know, but then again, I was with a group of friends and we were yeah, all it's, maybe it's a group of friends type of deal. Maybe I don't know, but I still liked it. I still thought it was fine. Yeah, good. Uh, let's see. Gary called in. In fact, Gary just barely called in. We're grabbing this hot off the presses, people. Hot off. This is Gary. Um, I haven't called in a while. Uh, but the question you guys brought up kind of required, though, some certain feelings to me. I don't know about the show Twilight Zone, so oh, did you have an I prepared something. But by the way, how are you guys doing? I'm, I'm doing good. I ain't called in a while, but I do Great, the show thanks. every single week and watch the video show, so oh, well, I thank you, sir. enjoy both. I love you. Anyway, <laughs> we'll have sex with you. Like a GPS, so that's okay. Twilight Zone <laughs> was always, it took me a special series to me, not only because it is still one of the best shows on television, but it's something my doubt, father bro? and I could watch together. Not See? only was yeah. production values top notch, but it dealt with themes that were somewhat taboo at times, such as politics, war, new technologies, even the end of the world. Sure. Not to mention some of the best practical effects for, for its time would rival even today's practical effects. Agreed. It has inspired many films and television shows, including Poker Guys. The movie Real Steel, and not to mention. So the show is all crazy with talking to you in an episode Living oh, Now. Yeah, yeah, dude. Also, all the Chips and Treehouse before his episodes, they worked off the show. Oh, absolutely. Without a doubt. 
That would be real hard for me to pick uh, one episode because I love so many of them for different reasons. I can watch episodes depending on how I'm feeling at the time. Their classic episodes, such as The Hitchhiker, Nightmare 20,000 Feet, Eye of a Holder, and The Mask. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I could name at least 25 more than we uh, yeah. Those would be considered classics. Yeah. But this would be an hour-long voice, though. You guys have a whole show to do. <laughs> if I pick a favorite, though, it would be a two-way tie. They okay. both deal with how worthless human lives could be can be to a certain race of people. One is the absolute man, the presence of a librarian who was sentenced to death of being a librarian, a job this council of men had ruled to be obsolete. Yeah. Burgess Meredith has given great points as usual, yeah. and a great twist at the end. My other would be one of the hour-long ones called He's Alive. So mad when freaking Cold Rain Dennis Hopper as a neo-Nazi in the 60s. He's visited by a shabby figure late one night and tells him, just what to say to get his followers to start the next Nazi revolution. Oh, yeah. By the title alone, you should get a twist of who he was talking to. Sorry, he was who he was talking to. Thanks for listening and being patient. I, I do a long winded about the series. We love you. Looking forward to your response about this. Do it, bros. Talk to you soon. Come on, Bye. GW. Don't need, a, don't need to thank us. Thank you for calling in, man. Thank you, sir. Because you are hot. And he's someone that I talk to all the time on the Twitter. On the Twitter. He's GW on Twitter. Dude, you know you know what's so funny yeah. is that uh the Twilight Zone, I'm with him. It's like you watch the Twilight Zone and yeah, there's some that don't quite hit you as much as, you know, another one. Others, but, sure. But they're all I mean, there's there's you know, maybe there's a couple that are just maybe not so good for me, but they they hit somebody. You know, and that's the thing. There was, I remember there was one that, that my, me and my wife were, or was it my wife? I think me and my wife were watching. It was the one where like the guy gets the piano in and he's got this like, this, this wife. I can't remember what it was, but every time they played the piano, some, they have to tell the truth about this guy or something like that. Mm-hmm. You remember that one? That one to me was unreal. My wife was like, yeah, it's okay, but it was kind of depressing because, you know, this guy is such a loathsome piece of shit. Yeah. Whatever. I'm like, you know, so it's, you know, but other one, you know, by the same thing happened, but opposite, you know, yeah. but so good stuff. Um, but that's still not my favorite. I got a couple of them, oh, but man. Uh, the Wolfman called in a couple times. So let's listen to him. The Wolfster. And then I'll, and then I'll, uh, yeah, we'll, you'll we'll, we'll bereave us with your bereavedness. Sure. Okay. My shade. Actually, you know, this isn't really for Shane. This one's mostly for you, Mike. Oh, shit. This here's the Wolfman calling in. haven't finished listening to the latest episode yet, but I did just have to call in and correct you on one thing. What? No, a power bottom is not just somebody who enjoys taking it. (laughs) The power bottom is male or female. Doesn't matter, gender. The power bottom is somebody who basically is a bossy bottom. They might be in the submissive position, but they are not in the submissive role because they are being a persnickety, picky, finicky queen down there. And I say that regardless of orientation. Yeah. Interesting. And they're like the donkey. Some people enjoy that sort of thing. (laughs) Some people don't. I'd have to say I can see you being the bossy bottom. Sure. He is a boss You really are a boss And I will call you back later on if I have anything to say about the rest of the show. Guilty as as charged. You are a bossy bottom. What does that mean? I don't know what it is yet. You're looking right in my eyes telling me I'm a bossy bottom. Because it just sounds right to call you a bossy bottom. You know what? Remember how you were... Doesn't that roll off the tongue? You remember how you were talking about like podcaster levels? Yeah. Bossy bottom is after 200. 
Okay, so really? there you go. So I don't even get to be a bossy. I'm not even. Like, I don't even think I'm a bossy. You're bottom. close. I might be close, but I'm not there yet. But you know, one day I I'm, like that. Though. You wait till I cross that threshold. I will boss you. My bottom will boss bossy you. body. All right. Okay. <laughs> I like that. He called in one last time, so here he is. Mike Shane calling in again. This here's the Wolfman. Ah, question of the week: What is your favorite episode of the Twilight Zone? Well, I don't necessarily know about full episode, but I'd say my favorite story, the one that had the most influence on me, would have to be To Serve Man. Oh, shit. Largely because, frankly, it led me to that sense of humor as to he just how you can have those little double meanings right. in words yes. and such. And it's a cookbook. That's great. I mean, That's how can great. you beat something like that? Oh, it's wonderful. Anyways, that's about all I have to say, because honestly, I haven't watched too much of the Twilight Zone over the years. Sir, that, that is a sin. been, like I said before, too busy catching up on the actual film. Yep, Anyways, true. I'll talk to you all later. This is the Wolfman. Have a good week. What did all you right, say? Bossy have a good bottom. Let's hear what you got. Okay, so so here's a couple of my. He got my number one. That his was my favorite. But there, there's one also that that was uh, spoofed in The Simpsons. I don't remember if it was a if it was a Treehouse of Horror. But you remember the one where Lisa Simpson like, gosh, shit, I can't even remember what it was. But basically, there's these two guys, and I can't remember exactly how it worked. But these two guys go up to the moon or something, and they find these tiny little people. Right. These, but. And then, you know, and they're normal sized dudes. And, but these two guys are like, oh, we need to get rescued, whatever. And all of a sudden, one of the guys realizes that he becomes this god to this, this group of tiny people. And yeah. they start worshiping him. And they even make a, like a life size, uh, uh, statue of this guy and everything, you know. Yeah. All of a sudden, I remember thinking, because I, I, I and I'm a little kid. I don't know if I'm a little kid. I mean, I'm watching it on like reruns with my dad or something back home. Right. And I'm watching that, and I just remember the distinct feeling, thinking, you know, because one guy was like, "You are terrible," you know, whatever. And and, and he's like, "We gotta go now. We gotta go." And I and I caught myself thinking, "No, don't go. Here you are. You're these. You know. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah. you got all this stuff." And then all of a sudden, it hit me. I'm like, Mike, you're the problem. You are just like that guy who has has let power go to his head. Okay. Yeah. And I and I remember and I'm just like I said, I'm just I'm probably like twelve or thirteen years old. I don't even remember. But yeah. I remember the, I remember that was like a big realization for me, man. Which made me laugh my ass off, you know, afterward because whatever. I mean it's not like it's gonna Yeah, happen. yeah, that's but he named off my number one because yeah. at the same, cause for, for a while, me and my dad were, we're watching, uh, we're watching, we watched a ton of these just on, you know, it, it, on Nick at Night or some shit. I don't even know. I don't know if it was Nick or Night or what, but it was like a reruns. You know, remember back in the day when you actually had to like, like watch TV with commercials and shit? Oh yeah. Yeah. Suck balls. But there, but, but to serve man. Okay. Cause I remember watching this one as I'm a kid thinking, you know, look at those guys. They look different. They're tall. They have butts for foreheads and stuff. You know, they're really weird, but you know what? They just want to help us. They want to give us this technology. I'm so happy about that. And I got like pretty invested in these guys and, and you know, what, what could they do for us? I'm getting stoked because what, what problem, what world problems can they solve? And after all was said and done, that's it. All they wanted to do was eat us, dude. That's all Beautiful. they wanted to do. And I, and maybe that's why I'm such an asshole now because I hate everybody. Maybe it's because those aliens who I thought were good turned out to be bitches. Yeah. But that's it. You know, th- those are my two. Those are, I mean, there's a ton of great ones like the ones where like 
Did you ever see the one where? Ah, uh, forget it, forget it. Because I can name off like five million. Oh, I know. But they're so great. But, I mean, but what's yours? What's I've yours? got a massive list, and you're right. We could go on forever. With absolutely. This. Hands above the head. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Eye of the beholder. Alan called yeah, that. That's out. a good one. That that's is my one. most memorable. Um, some honorable mentions. One. Okay. Honorable mentions was Telly Savalas, the living doll. I oh, yeah. hate you. Yeah, dude. It's like that. <laughs> oh, that little doll. It's just, that's a good one. That's a great one. And um, Mer- Meredith Burgess. You know, of Burgess course, Meredith. Meredith. Burgess Meredith. Of course. And um, oh. Uh, Monsters on Maple Street. Oh, I don't remember that one. It's like um, there. Th- it focuses in on this small little town, and all the electronic pl- appliances start to go to shit, and the whole town starts going what? And the lights are going off, and the car won't start, and everything else. And the oh. aliens are up on the hill, and they're working these switches, and it's like they see chaos happen in this small town because uh-huh. everyone starts to go you're an alien something's going on I and they do start remember just that. They, this riot happens that. in yes. the small town it's and like see how easily on each other do you see how easily you take out their their day-to-day yes, yes. and they'll turn to savages right and i love that that's because it's true dude you know it would and you know and of you course your shit. willie willie shatner in the plane billiam Yes. Billiam Shatner yeah. on the plane. And that was That's the most movie. horrible costume ever oh, yeah. for that it monster. But it was dirty. still creepy. Well, yeah, because, dude, is it paranoia? Is there really a gremlin on the wing? Yeah. Either way, I'm freaked to shit. So yeah. who cares? But it's, know, it's a win-win. William Shatner. There's something I, on the plane. Something on the, on the wing of the yeah. plane. God <laughs> damn it. Yeah, he didn't say that. No. It was he, family no, TV. He never said yeah, that. They don't but, say that word. That's all I got, but. Oh, good yeah. stuff, dude. Um, thank you so much, everybody, for calling in. Awesome as usual. Okay? Yeah. Yes. Well, you know, I just love people to call in. I do too. I love, I, it. I, I want to, I want to throw the breakdance fingers to everyone out there that hasn't mm-hmm. called in and try it out. Do it. Paul do it. Gutierrez, Faith. They did it. You know, they, they did, did it. it. Yes. They did. Thank you. Thank you can you do it too. Call in. Everybody, everybody the, from the regulars to the every once in a while, call this in. We've got a yeah. good, we've, uh, and I can't remember who gave me this one. I didn't write down who gave it to me, but somebody, not me, okay, gave this, okay? So mm-hmm. I'm not coming up with this one, but somebody did. Um, the question for next episode, have you ever watched a horror movie that you really didn't like and then watched it later and really liked it? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so there you go. That's a question of the episode. Bone phone, 385-351-9273. That is 385-351-9273. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. So, yeah that's, I like that. I already know, I already know what my answer is, but whatever. I gotta, I gotta mind melt with myself. Ooh, ooh that sounds sexual. That's oh. Star Trek. Ooh, yeah. I thought you were a nerd, but yeah, I guess sure. you're not. You didn't get the mind melt? No, dude, oh. dude, did you know? That the most erotic part on a female body is the boobies. So I, I, I was going to say brain, but then I said boobies because I saw it on an episode of Futurama. Sorry, yeah. sorry that. but you know what we got. I thought right? you were going to throw down some Doctor no, Ruth here. No, on me sorry, I saw it on Futurama. Too funny. Flat. Uh, anyway, uh, so let's see. We got some Creeperson coming up. Here's uh, yeah. one minute of Creeperson. Come back and talk about the album, The Rise. What was it? Rise of Creeperson? The Rise of Creeperson. Yeah. Okay, so here you go. One minute of him, except for it's not really going to be a minute, but then we'll be right back to talk about it. Good. And what's the day? And what's the day?
just heard Michael's minute that's never, ever going to be a minute. Oh, thank it's you not. for calling me Michael. For I feel all like that's the, more, you know. That's what I like to call you. It's regal. It's regal and legal. Ooh, that, that's who, your legal are name. You coming right? on to me You're right Michael. Now? I'm Michael. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's legal too. Sure. You just heard his minute. That's not a minute for all you. Maybe, possibly, new people that are listening to the show. <laughs> he puts the minute on, but it's never a minute. It's never ever been a minute. And we are talking about the band that terrorized the world. It's not very nice, though, dude. Terrorized, Should especially be. in this day and age. No doubt. You know, terror being what it is. Exactly. Creeperson. Osama bin Creeperson. Yeah. Creeperson.com is where you can find the band. Yep. And you know what I did? I'm going to do this right away. Because my tablet turns off Uh real quick with the lights. Sure. Why don't you change it? But now it doesn't. Now it doesn't. Oh, good. Oh, good. We are talking about (laughs) the rise of Creeperson. 11 tracks. 33 minutes and 3 seconds. Re-released on MVD Audio, March 2011. Oh, no way. Cool. But this is the first official album from the band. From my recollect, um, this would have came out around 2005 Five. Yep, 2005, baby. Because these guys were a band that were fantastic with the promotion. Oh, really? And... As I got onto the internet and got into the swing of things and going, who's the horror punks around town? I need to know. <laughs> These guys were around. Really? Okay. Creeper Sin was formed in 2004 in Orange County, California, where everything goes down. Everything, dude. Everything. That's Anaheim. And where is uh, Stellar Corpses from? They're from Santa Cruz. Oh, they're from Santa Cruz. That's not, Santa that's Cruz. not Orange County. Well, I know it's not, but it's all in it's that California. Close. Actually, you type, know what? I guess style. it could be. I don't know my shit right now. I, I have no idea what's going on. Everything happens down there. Not everything, everything happens. Down not there. everything, dude. We're in the S to the L to the C right now, and it's happening now here. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, this is the brain baby of one creep creeperson, dude. He is the man behind it. I mean, really, when you break it down. Every band goes through their little ding-dongs and their wing-wongs about this guy's in the band, this guy's out of the band, right. this, the, you know, what's going on here, sure. I don't know, and then there's a move. Is everybody and, Jewish? What? And the, anyway. I just love doing my Jew. Okay. Jewish <laughs> All right. accent. All right. Let's go. But Creep Creeperson is the guy involved. He's a filmmaker. Dude, he's, he's like a, a renaissance man. He's a renaissance man, Yes. He, well, let, let's talk. Should we talk about Creep Creeperson for a minute? I would love to. Before we go, because I've got some notes on him, man. I would love to hear what you've got. Dude, okay. So he's a musician, a songwriter, a filmmaker. Yeah. He's directed 30, he has 37 directorial credits on IMDb, including 10 that are in production right now. Do you want to hear some of his uh, great titles? I've not seen Ten one of his movies. That, in that's production. in production right now. Yeah. Let's hear it. Finger Bang. Finger bang. Wow. I saw a preview for that. Oh, did you? How, yeah. how does it look? It's kind of funny. Okay. Orgy of, orgy of blood, caged lesbos a go go. Yeah. OC babes and the slasher of zombie town, vaginal holocaust, 
uh, the Brides of Sodom, etc., etc., etc. This guy is singing your song, isn't oh, he? You God. love those movies. I love that kind of movies. He's he, he on his IMDb he has thirty eight titles. Or, sorry, 38 credits of, of films that he's written. He's produced 40 titles. He's an author. He has 24 acting credits on IMDb, man. Jesus. I mean, this guy is a busy mother effer. And let me tell you something. Yes. For, I mean, I don't know what it takes, okay? Obviously, I'm just some schlub, okay? I don't know what it takes to, to, to put out an album. I right. mean, you know that. You, You're a you schlub. It's like, I'm a schlub. But the thing is, is, I would think that putting out, uh, like, like having a band and, and putting out albums and stuff like that, because he has like a whole, uh, like discography of like, we'll say one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine albums or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Plus all these movies and all this stuff. He's a busy mother effer. He is a busy guy. Yes. And this first album comes out and it is action packed with some horror punk. It is indeed. And, but you know what I find what? more than anything in this album okay. is because he's got this really low, what do you call that? The baritone? Sure. Would that be the baritone yes, vocal? Yes, that would be. Uh-huh. It's like, oh. Yeah. I get more of a kind of a death rocky. Maybe. Uh, gloomy? Gloomy? Doom? No, not lighter on the doom, I'm just, heavy I'm just on the gloom. Words. Um, but kind of that, um, uh, uh, Bauhaus kind of I, like like oh, I think okay. right. I would say he comes from that kind of, kind a of like a Peter Murphy type of uh, kind yeah, of okay. yeah you know it's like because I can hear these guys going over just as good at a death rock club okay as they would like as a horror punk sure band. what did you what say you well and what did you think it's funny you say that because I mean that they would go over as I, I think these guys are like pure horror punk man I mean yes, you're right with the baritone sure. and the voice and whatnot he, he does you know there's a little bit of Peter Murphy in there sure yeah. I mean why not but but I mean these guys I mean these it's like um they are horror punk 101. Oh in yeah. My opinion. Absolutely. I mean, these guys have the woes. They've got the, you know, they've, all their songs are horrific. And you know, and this guy, he, all his movies are horror. I mean, this guy is a horror, like, uh, what, what, he's like an extraordinaire. Yeah. Okay. I don't know a finger bang. There's a, like, oh, a, okay. there's a YouTube video huh? for the trailer for Finger Bang, and it's more kind of a, I don't know, an action adventure. Well, it's, it's about a guy that bang. uses his fingers to bang, bang, shoot people. Oh, it's not touching clitorati? No, it's not oh. clitorati, oh, labias, or lips and touching and squeezing. Oh, it's really? It's more bang, bang, gun, bang. Oh. Okay, your well, finger. bang, bang. Well, that, okay, that's clever. So like he's I'm too, banging you. So not only is he a horror guy, but he's clever. He's clever. I wonder too. how that's working out for him. I don't know. Well, it was. <laughs> but okay, so I don't know, Michael. I'm sorry. That was a Fight Club reference. I, I apologize. Um, so let, I mean, let's talk about this album. I mean, it's raw, dude. Garage sound. Uh, what, what, what was it? It is raw. How yes, many, it is. How many? How many songs did you say there were? Eleven was on tracks. This? Okay, because I have thirteen on this. Okay. See, the, we are not in sync with the album. Where did you, where did you listen to this? Because I listened to it on Spotify. Well, I, maybe it's not. I sent you the album. I know, I but had. I usually listen on Spotify because it's like, oh, you know, I don't know what they added. I use I use the album you sent me to create the one minute. It's not a minute, right? So oh. what? So what album? I mean, what tunes were on there that I missed? Meet me out in the sticks. 
Yeah, it's on there. Okay, so but uh, so maybe mine just like you know because Spotify sometimes you have like maybe they did like a long extended. Yeah, version. and that, that's probably what it is. We uh, you know um it's very you know and and here's the thing I don't want to sound too disparaging. Okay, I'm trying not. Oh to, God, no. Okay, I, it's very typical horror punk. It is. You know, it's almost it's almost like like I said, it's horror punk 101. It's very formulaic. Sure. You know, it's raw. It's not like early uh, Misfits raw. I mean, it's not like like that. No, 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 no. But it's pretty raw. You can tell that he probably recorded this, you know, uh, you know, in his, you know, on his home studio or whatever like that. I don't I don't know what he did. Sure. But and I'm not listen, I'm not trying to And we are talking about 2005. Well, yeah, listen. I I hope you don't think I'm trying to be crit- critical. Oh, absolutely. You can I'm be not. critical or well, not critical. Well, well, here's what I'm saying. This guy, you know, I don't, you get points with me uh-huh. if you are a horror dude that is this committed to horror. You know, with all his movies, he, like I said, he's a renaissance man. I mean, this, this he's album. He's a busy body. He is. Well, and the thing is that this album, and I'll be honest with you, I had, uh, you know, the, it took me a little while to warm up to this. Sure. Album. Yeah. Even, you know, but after a while, after I'd heard it, you know, a handful of times, uh, and we actually had an extra week to listen to it, so that helped out too. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, it, it, it really, um, it, it's hard to differentiate. Uh, creep that this album from some of the other stuff that we've done. Right. You know, wh- what did we do last episode? Was that Hellfire Socks? Was Hellfire that for, was Socks. That for the audio show? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, Hellfire Socks, they, they were a little bit different. I mean, they were a psycho Billy horror punk type of thing. This is straight up horror punk. Man. Oh, yeah. This is, this is right there in that. See, there's that pyramid thing yeah. that happens okay. in two, in like 2004, 2005. All, I mean, that's like the pinnacle of the horror punkage. Uh-huh. You know, like there was like everyone who was on fire with it. These guys were around and doing it. And this is one of one Zero DeLorean's favorite albums to really? listen to. Well, yeah. and, and, and the thing is, is I totally see that. Yeah. And I, like I said, I'm not trying to be critical, but the fact of the matter is, is that this is, um, there's, there, I, okay, I'm gonna say this, but I don't mean it in a critical way. This is a bit, this is horror punk. There, there's not a lot of, um, you know how like, like a fusion, you say, oh, they're experimental. Sure. They're, they're this and that. There's not really a lot of that on this. It's album. straightforward. I mean, straightforward. And, and even Creep Creeperson will say, like, I did an interview with him where he's like, look, we were just trying to pull this band together because we had a gig. Oh yeah, well, you know, it's like we had a gig and 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 we just and I, you know, and and, and got this I bet you they together. get this album, they take these songs and they go play it. I bet they yeah. kill, you know. It's, yeah. it's the the yeah. songs themselves. There's a handful of uh, pretty good tunes, you know. Seriously, I oh, mean, yeah. I really liked a handful of these tunes. Some of them got a little bit too formulaic and maybe just not bad, but maybe not like not uh, they didn't stand out. I'm gonna suffice it to say this. Oh, okay, uh, but okay. oh dear. I perhaps think that maybe even Creep Creeperson himself might, as a director, sure. as a producer of all things that are artistic, uh-huh. may go, you know what, looking back on that album, there may have been some less than top quality tunes sure. on this album or other albums. Okay. Or I just any came up with true something. artist can say, you know what, I... Well, you grow when you, and you, you grow. expand. Yeah, sure. I like Here, that. Here's the thing. Yeah. Okay, I, okay. let's let's go back. Okay. 1992. Young okay. Michael. 1992, 93. Was it 92? He's mowing 93? a lawn. I, 
holy shit, how you did you know? The lawn. And I'm listening to Nirvana Nevermind, okay? Oh. I'm listening to that, and I'm like, holy mother effing S-H-I to the F-ass T. To okay? The T, yeah. I'm saying that. I'm in Farmington, Utah, mowing my lawn, okay? Yeah. And neighbors are going by, and I'm waving to them, so I'm not Picture. swearing. Yeah, I'm not okay. swearing, okay? All right. So I'm mowing the lawn, and, and neighbors are going by, and I'm listening to Nevermind, and I'm thinking, holy shit, this is some good shit right here. So what does right. Mike do? I go, let's go to the local uh, Hastings or or CD Warehouse or whatever, yeah. whatever you do, you go. And I pick up Nirvana's Incesticide or Bleach. Okay, yeah. And I say, you know, I throw in the Bleach. And I'm like, you know what? It seems like this album, like the Bleach or the Incesticide, it, you could tell that they didn't have their money yet. You can tell that this isn't... Sub produced. pop, yeah. Exactly. You can tell that the, this isn't quite... This isn't uh, this, Butch Vig doing this album. Exactly. This, this wasn't the one that's going to break anybody out. Sure. But now that they're huge, we go back to this and we love this stuff. Sure. Because it, this is Nirvana before Nirvana was big. I see this album as that because it kind of sounds like that. Sure. And it kind of seems like, you know what... If Creep Creeperson came out with like a Nevermind, I feel like I could go back to this and be like, oh shit, this is great. Okay, stuff, I know? can see that. You see yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying with that? Yeah, I do. Because, yeah, I can totally feel okay, that. All right. I like that vibe. I like the way you painted that picture. Ooh, I, I'm no Because I'm on board like with Creep you. The, the, the recording quality of it. Sure. And bear in mind, these, these members that are on this album, mm-hmm. they're, they were in and out, you know, I mean, he moved were they on. Alan? Well, they weren't Alan, no, they weren't Alan, but they were like uh, Buzzsaw and and Killjoy or whoever. Uh-huh. You know, they they. I think that he was the he was the sage over the rest of the band and said, "I've sure. got these tunes and I've got this idea and let's go in and do it." And the the beauty of like first albums, yeah, for anyone that plays an instrument, right. knows that, yeah. That album is going to sound like poop. Sure. Absolutely. This it, does not sound it like poop. doesn't sound like poop. But what I'm saying yeah. is, compared to everything you do as you yes. learn and yes. grow, and your penis grows longer and stronger Ooh. and louder and more proud. Is that supposed of, to happen? Because that never happened to me. I'm just saying, if you're... Oh, you know, oh, as you, oh okay. That, well, that as you get more into sorry. boning or whatever, and you're like, wait, I'm not, I'm not this young man now. I think I <laughs> sure. can slap some ass or squeeze a nipple or... <laughs> Well, I can do you need things. more. You don't just need to put the penis in the vagina. Yeah. You need a slap. I can do you some more. Twist the I've got more talents sure. when I it comes it. to any situation. You need to add a little bit of a periphery. Is what I think saying. Creep Creeperson said, you know what? This is my first attempt at anything. This sure. is before any movie, sure. anything Absolutely. he's written or done. I think it's a pretty good attempt. And it's me- one of the high bars of the 2005, you know, that, bear in mind, that's, uh, only the dead will survive came out in 2005. Okay, all right. Okay. What so was on that is, one? Um, I, I'm, uh, I'm sorry. One I'm night at Devil's Rock. Us- oh, really? Because that's yeah. pretty solid. That, I mean, it's a real solid tune. But we went into a, like a pro studio that we've been going to for years. Okay, and, okay. And I think. The, the song I usually listen to Die Monster Die on like a playlist, so I don't know what's on what album so much. Yeah, so I yeah. don't mean to insult. One you. Night at Devil's Rock and uh, Bleeding Wrists of Destiny and Black is the Color of Darkness and all that. But By the I, way, think, I still have to have you sign something for my daughter. She thinks you're. She loves Die Monster Die. Well, I, I would love to sign. I'm going to bring her. you her princess thing one time and have her sign it. Okay, you okay. can do that too. I just okay. I okay. you know I just think uh, this is a very Recording quality side, mm-hmm. I think it's a solid 
album for that time. Okay. I All think right. that Creep Creeperson would go, you know what? There's songs that I may not have put on or I may have ramped up or I may sure. have promoted more. Sure. What were your favorite tunes on this album? Um, you know, I, ha- I have a, you know, here's the thing. Like I said, there's a handful of great tunes. Most of them kind of just kind of felt like they were background sure. type of music. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, uh, let's see. Dead by Dawn was great. Yeah. Uh, Meet Me Out in the Sticks, which is the one that kicks it off. Yeah. Meet me on, I've been singing that all Meet day. Meet Me Out in the Sticks. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, and, I mean, there's a handful of other ones. Uh, Proceed with Plan 9, I really liked. You know, but, but I think, I think overall, um, this didn't have like the, like the great, like one or two songs that really st- stood out. Like I said, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a handful of these songs on the best of Corpse Cast uh, yeah. playlist and stuff. Um, but the thing is, what this album gave, you know, kind of, I think the thing that this album did for me is really get interested in what Creep Creeperson himself is all about. Yeah, I want to check out some of his movies. Yeah, I'm sure they're low, low budget. I'm sure they are. You sure. Know, because, I mean, you, you get something like Vaginal Holocaust, you know, you don't have some huge studio. That just screams that. your name. I mean, when I hear Vaginal Holocaust, yeah. I think that, that's I right that up Mike's alley. I, I, right I, I, I want to see that. Here, here's the thing. I've, I, you know, I listened to this and I'm like, you know what? This is early, early Creep Creeperson. You know, I just, I want to know more about, this Renaissance man, yeah. I guess, is what I'm saying. He is, and uh, he's around. He I mean, it's it really seems like he's he's kind of got a handle on not just music, not just not just films, even. Right. But I mean, you know, writing and stuff like that. He's kind of the guy who I probably would be w- would want to be would spend more time doing more writing myself, right. doing more recording and music myself, if I wasn't such a lazy bastard and had more time to do it. Look, is what I'm saying. let me tell you, I'm going to come down on my vote okay. before you come down on your vote. Okay. You know that I love the horror punk. I know you do. And, and, and I am a thruster and, and <laughs> professor of the enjoyment that I get Absolutely. from horror punk. But this is not going to be a band that's for everybody. No, it's not. But I do want to say this is a high Spotify okay. for me okay. because, you know... You, Man, horror punk is just not, there's, there's absolute fantastic bands that sure. almost break out of the barrier of right. horror punk. Right. Even if they're like the other, they go, oh, we are horror like, punk all the and way. And I love you. You love them. I love them. There's no doubt about it. But, and they go, we are horror punk. Yes. There's no discussion. Right. We are. Right. And then there's bands that stay in the mark and it's like, Hey man, you're great. And then there's bands that are horrible. I think these guys are a good band. I do too. That have had their time and they're, they may or may not still be around. He might have new players or whatever. Sure. But this album is well worth the listen. So I, I say high Spotify. I give it a Spotify too. Um, and listening to this over the last week and going onto Wikipedia and checking them out. Uh, you know, I don't like it because he's a couple of years younger than me. You know, and he's done so much artistically. Oh, you know, so, so yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a bone to pick there. No, I'm just my jealous. my favorite songs were Coffin Drop. I oh love yeah, that's that. good. One. Dawn okay. of the Dead, sure. and I love Bleed for Me. Oh yeah, okay. I love that. All right. It was a little skippy. I really my my version of it. I don't know what the hell. I mean, it was a oh really? It, it was a digital. Oh, because, because it was a digital, not the band, but it was a digital situation. Oh, because I just listened to it on Spotify. I wonder if you had the same thing because I didn't notice it. 
Yeah, because, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. This, I, I, I re- this really made me interested in kind of checking out what Creep Cooperson's got to offer. And Zero DeLorean is like, this is like, you know, the, Zero listens to some eclectic shit. Yeah. Where we're talking okay. Shangri-Las, uh-huh. you know, some Joan Chat, and he's sure. like, Creeperson is, in well, and have, you guys just did an dome. album, like a triple threat or something like that. Yes, them, right? we did. Yeah. With, with these guys and another band. Uh, I, Who it's was also it? Was on it the and, others. Was it Mark Dickinson's it was, band? It was others. Yeah. Others. Is it just others? Is that yeah. Okay. You've got the other from Germany right. and then you've got others. Okay. With Mark Dickinson from Pennsylvania because I, well, Marcus I, de Blood. Mark, Marquise. Mark de Blood. De Blood. Sure. Um, but I, I haven't heard a word about that. We, they put that CD out. It's on MVD audio, but I, I haven't have heard any You gave of, me a copy of it. I haven't heard any chingo chango. That's because you gave it to me for free. Well, I, mean, I know, but uh, I'm talking about overall. Oh, uh, there's a album out there that you can buy on CD, mm-hmm. uh, called the triple, uh, I actually have that triple like, threat of terror. Yeah. That's, yeah. I think it's something like that. I have that actually, um, on a, pedestal no not a pedestal like like i have it on display in the nona room so just so you know i have hot but i haven't heard any kind of uh you're like money i haven't heard any shekels kind of trickle down from that and that was a year ago so as far as i don't like to promote that finally (laughs) the rise of creeperson you can hear on spotify and that's a high spotify i give it a spotify i mean it was good uh, I th- like I said, I mean, this was just kind of, it's kind of like the marijuana of Creeperson. It made me want to kind of, the gateway drug type it's of thing. It gateway, made me yeah. want to check yeah. him out a little bit more, see what he's got going on. Because, you know, you can see some talent in there, you know, and I, and, 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 and I'm not, I hope I'm not, if he listens to this or whatever, I hope I'm not, he doesn't feel insulted because it's just, this is the only thing I've heard from him besides that triple threat of terror or whatever sure. that was. Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, I, but, he, he's a guy with many hats. Yeah. I, 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 you know, this was good enough to say, you know what? I'm going to check, I want to check out this guy's movies. I want to check out this guy, you know, all yeah, your like IMDB so, and him and everything. I, you're like, what know. is this, this guy, man with many did, hats? Did, now, I listened to the Diablo cast interview with him. Yeah. And, I mean, he, I mean, he wasn't like a really dynamic guy on the interview, but he kept talking about how much stuff he'd worked on and all this stuff and what were some, you know, some of his, uh, the reasons why he got into horror stuff like that. And it was really interesting. So yeah, I'm checking him out, man. It's good stuff. Check it and, and go to Spotify and check it out. Absolutely. You know, and hey, call us, call the bone phone and tell us what you think of it. There you go. Do it. Do it. You know, with all this rapey, that you've been putting me through. Oh, dear. All this rape movies that I have to contend with. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have a trivia challenge for you. I cannot wait. So with all the rape that's going on in these Lots last of rape. couple of weeks. Lots of rape. And the Rape Squad and the I Spit on Your Grave. Rape Squad was a good movie, right? Irreversible. The movie we're talking about tonight oh, yeah. is full of rapey. Yes, it is. So I've got some questions that yeah. are in the category of rape. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fail this because I'm a, I, I don't I, know if you're gonna fail. All I'm saying is, is I don't know anything about rape. I've, you know, I, I'm. Songs that have to do with some form of rape is oh, what we're talking really? about. Really? There are songs about rape? Somebody, somebody right now is getting a hard on. Oh, awesome. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. But not us. Not us. Cause I'm totally go. flaccid because rape doesn't turn me on at all. It doesn't. Okay, it's, good. it's, it's, a, it's, it's, you know. All right. Disgusting. All right. Let's do it. Let's do Number this. Number one. 
This song comes from a band you know and love. Oh, dear. This concept album was recorded in 1974. This song was featured on a double LP album. As I cuddle the porcupine, he said, I have no one to blame but me. Held my heart deep in hair. Time to shave it off. It off. No time for romantic escape. Did I say escape? Escape? When your fluffy heart is ready for rape. Are you going to sing that to me? Off we go. Are you going to sing it to me? I don't particularly remember this song, but I think Mm. that I can try and do it. It's a concept album from 1974. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you a hint, Okay, but it's going to be in another song by the artist. It's going to be in a rhythm. Okay. As I cannot the porcupine at He said he had no one to blame. The heaven didn't help. Time to shave it off now. Time to let it go. No romantic mm, escape. Nice. You're my fluffy heart. It is time for rape. I did. Are you talking like early Genesis? The the radio! Really? I told about Genesis and Genesis, back in New York City. Really? The Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. No! Yeah. That's about rape? It's about rape. No! Philip, wait, wait, can I, okay, stop. Because I know Phil Collins listening. Philly! Philly boy! You know, and I know, and I know the rest of the guys. Phil, you don't need a rape, ladies, okay? Yeah. They're, well, you know what air, air in the night? No, I didn't. Someone watching somebody mur- get murdered. I did know that, actually. Yeah. So, yeah, but murders, is murder better than rape? Is that a, is that a question? I don't know. Episode? You tell me, Michael, what's better, I think rape or murder? I think it depends. I've watched enough SVU episodes to know that some ladies wish they were dead. Mm-hmm. Okay. All I'm saying is rape. It's is that rape. movie on Netflix. It's a give me my dignity back or my vagina needs <laughs> revenge. Right, 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 that was right, one right, of okay. them too. All right, all right, all right. All right okay, so I'm good two. to go. Awesome. This band hail from California. They started in 1987, were huge through the mid 90s, and was forced to call it a day due to some unfortunate issues with the band. But this song was a classic on their album. And here's some lyrics. Okay. That's when things got out of control. Oh. She didn't want to. He had his way. Oh, sublime. Oh, wait, wait. Was I not? She oh, said, I'm sorry. let's go. I'm sorry. He said, no way. Come on, baby. I'm sorry. It's your lucky day. Shut your mouth. We're going to do it anyway. Come on, baby. Don't be afraid. If, if it, it wasn't for date, date rape, rape, I'd never, never get laid. Yeah, sublime. Turn up the radio. All right, smartass. So, what I'm was sorry. the date rape and what was the album called? Forty ounces to freedom. Dang, yeah, you got it. Yeah, buddy, I rock. Man, you are you are good with the rape. I like. You know all about. <laughs> I I liked I liked uh, sublime. I liked them a lot. Yeah, I did too. Cool. I thought they were pretty good. All right, number three. Here we go. If I had to pick an album from this band, this. One would be the one. They formed in Los Angeles in 1990 and became a huge. What 
the hell is this? I hate this foot. Goddamn digital keyboard, dude. I swear to God. Uh, progressive rock powerhouse. Okay. The lyrics. Okay. Deaf and blind and dumb. Born to follow. Let me lay my holy hand upon you. My gods will become me. When he speaks, he speaks through me. He has needs like I do. We both want to rape you. That was a tool right there. <laughs> All right. Jesus Christ, why don't you come save my life now? Turn up! Radio. That's opiate. I love tools. Early stuff, yeah. especially. Yeah, yep. the, yeah. The, I'm with you. Yeah. The early stuff was good. Yeah. The later stuff got snore. Well, well snore time. Well, it became very. Did you call them progressive? Beca- well, is, that's is what that they what were considered. Well, the thing is, is progressive early, art rock. Early on, they were just like up, up in your face rock. But later on, they became like with with uh, what, what was that one? Uh, Anima. After Anima, they became after. Like, yeah. After Anima, they became like like Lateralis and Ten Thousand Days and stuff. They become really. If I want to get a good night's sleep, I put on Lateralis. I, I literally. Do I really like those albums. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to insult them, but I'll tell we you what. We both want to rape you. To rape you. Don't. You know what? You want the see? First, there's rape in it. See, yeah, that's I did, put, I'll tell you what. Those first. Those first uh, two of Jesus Christ. Why, why don't, don't you, you come, come save my life now? I love those albums. Those, those, Open your eyes, blind me with your Can I tell you something, out. too? Speaking of Tool, and this happened in the last couple of weeks. I'm going to tell you a story okay. about Tool. Oh. My wife, okay? She fancies My her, wife. She, she fancies herself an artist, and she's great. And she does all these little uh, all these little sculptures and stuff like that. Sure. Okay, she did a bunch of sculptures for Christmas, and they're great people. They are wonderful. Right. But she's about halfway through one, right? Mm-hmm. And she goes, "Hey, Mike, what do you think about this? I think uh, I think that looks like the dude from Sober, the Tool Sober video." Oh. And she got all pissed off at me. She but, so she knew what you, exactly what you were talking. Oh yeah, about, well, right? yeah, yeah we all grew like, up in that same kind yeah. of where Sober was like in everybody's face, and that was know. not a very good little uh, claymation. Well, I mean, it figure. was disturbing. It, it worked for the video, but it didn't work for what she was trying to go for. Oh, so yeah, I was in the doghouse. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> You dog. Jesus Christ, why don't you come save my life? You're a dog. Okay, sorry. What Your is that, wife makes an action action figure. No, no, no. Oh, dude, it was like the, the thing is, is it was like it was like. Uh, How do you know she wasn't tall. making the action like figure tall, of uh, the guy from Tool? Well, that's what I was told. That's what it looked like. <laughs> All right, number four. Number four. Right. Three, I've, actually, I've actually got six. So okay. you're three and I'm three and All right. This classic song from one of America's biggest and most influential rock bands seems to be singing about raping slaves. Oh. You be the judge. Wait a second. And name this band. Are you sure it's America? Well, okay. Anyway. Are you sure it's not British? All right. Shut your mouth oh, and let me get through the lyrics because you're right. Yes. Sorry. Okay. Dang. So you can take this point, but... <laughs> Old coal slaves, shipbound for cotton fields, sold on market. Shut up! Okay, sorry, sorry. Sold on market. The whole—it's the delivery, dude. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. You're killing my. Go ahead. Old coal slave ships bound for cotton fields, sold on market down in New Orleans. Scarred old slaver, 
knows he's doing all right. Just the you can hear him. You can hear them women's getting banged. Just brown sugar. What are you taste so good? Yeah, Listen, you even that was even a trick question because they are totally British, dude. You, 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 you killed my. You, you killed that one. Well, okay. Turn up the radio. That's why I did, and I didn't tell you to refrain. No, you didn't from shutting up. When I'm doing these, <laughs> I gotta try All and right. fucking a- half-ass these uh, the shitty fucking digital. All I'm pads, saying is you tricked me. You're gonna me. fucking poo you, all. Well, you tricked me. You said they were American. Well, all right. Number five. Here we go. Okay. Just a short while after this little time, uh, after this little tune was recorded, this pop sensation was arrested for playing with his pee-pee in a public bathroom. Hmm. He is singing about the rape of a child. You be the judge. I will be your father figure. Put your tiny hand in mine. I will be, would you shut it? I will be the one to love you. Okay, now I'm going to do it. Okay, sorry. I will be your father figure. Put your tiny hand in mine. I will be your preacher teacher. Anything you have in mind. I will be your father figure. I have had enough of crime. I will be the one who loves you until the end of time. That's all I want. But sometimes love can be mistaken as a crime. George Michael father figure turn up radio I, you know what can i can i make a confession right now you love that song I and love george michael i do i'm yeah. a really big fan of george he's also british by the way too all right last one okay i'm five for five bitch. can you shut up you didn't tell me to shut up i'll shut up from now i on. need you to shut, shut the up hell from up. now i'll shut up from right. now on. you're gonna get this one anyway so you're gonna be you're gonna roll out a uh the sixer but God, you want it fucking loud and just fucking annoying. Sorry, sorry, sorry. All right. This dude really wants to get raped on this along its uh, all along. God, you piss me off. Uh, All right. This dude really wants to get raped while it's hard thing uh, for things to happen to women. Every guy has a wish that he could be raped by a sexy woman. Yeah, as sure. long as it wasn't this the singer's wife for this oh, band, right? Okay, she's a fucking nasty and she's a whore. Shit. Yeah, my favorite open source. I'll kiss your open source. Ew. Appreciate your concern. You always stink you and burn. He you must be talking about his wife. Rape me. Rape me. Rape me. Rape, 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 rape. That's what they needed. I don't remember that breakdown, but I'll tell you what I do remember. Turn up a You thought you knew I was going to get that one because of the whole Nirvana thing. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and start making these very complicated. Okay, well, that's no fun. I had a, I had really a lot of fun. I know. You, six yeah. out of, yes. You win the whole thing. Jesus so you, Christ, why don't you come save I just had fun singing, I think. Yeah. I think that well, was you're muzzled. just you know, I you know what? What if I, I had a punchline? What if I had a a great punchline that sure. you pissed all over? I didn't. 
I ne- I'm sorry. I right. didn't have a punchline, right. but I'm saying, what if I did? Next episode, episode 51, it. I will not piss on you. But I'll tell you what, <sighs> that uh, Rolling Stones have never been from the U.S. No. Okay, that's all I'll say. They should have been, though. Well, they, they sell more. They uh, ripped off folks from the U.S. I don't care what the white label lounge on Zombie TV says. Rock and roll started here with the oh, blues. You're calling shit. The dude, you're calling shit out on Darian, yes. Ari Lehman, the Rolling Stones, the, the white, white label, label lounge. lounge. I'm starting some. We got to go see those people. Yeah, we're in going less to. than a month. The, but but they all thought that rock and roll started in in, in Great Britain. No, sorry, the blues was here, bitch. The yeah, the blues. Yeah, was the blues here. players. It started rock Old and money roll. Dog. Dog water. <laughs> Muddy Waters? Was that well, it? yeah, okay. He was lesser known. Oh, sure. Muddy, Muddy Dog, dog, dog water. water was like a, <laughs> you know, he was like, have you heard about this guy in sure, the Bayou? Sure. I'll, I'll tell you what, man, that was a fun one because, but it, it disturbs me a little bit that I'm so uh, in the know about songs about rape. Is that, yeah, is that, uh, a, is that weird? That's to you? your own can of beans. Yeah. And on top of that, you're t- talking down on your wife's crafts. No, no, you got to crafts. You're Shane, shitting stop, on her crafts. Stop, 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 stop. You're saying that, hey, yeah, you know, this character nope, that nope. you made, this little action figure you Let made me tell you something. was she, good, but this she other asked one me, was Let crap. me ask you something, dude. Would you like me to, to say things that, 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 that pump you up and that make you feel warm and fuzzy? No. Or would you like me to tell you the truth? I'll tell you, she was halfway done with that thing. It and depends. I said, you know what that looks like? That looks like that guy from Sober Video. She was halfway done. Well, you didn't throw that in. Oh, no, she, was, she halfway. was halfway done. Oh. And she ended up making it. Everything in. looks like the guy from the Tool Video. Halfway, halfway done. done. That's what I'm saying. It ended up looking like Michelangelo, tiny penis and all. Okay. Oh. Okay. You well, there you, go. you didn't throw that in. Okay. That a- well, there you go. Now you know the whole thing. Don't assume shit. Chief. Okay. I Don't assume. It makes well, you smell d- like an ass. Well, don't. Bring it up on the podcast that we're recording right now, unless you have, unless you go, hey, by the way, she was only halfway through it. Because for all I know, your Christmas tree is hanging with a bunch of goddamn tool half wieners or, or tool guys. Ah, sure. oh, dude, that was fun. I, you know what? I know. You want to know why? You, you're six in a row. You're happy as a fucking uh, dude, clam over there. That was so much fun. That's fine. I love the rape music, apparently. But you know what I love more than rape music? A rape movie? A rape movie, Ugh. baby. And that's what we're about to talk about with Irreversible from 2002. Here is a a, a trailer that's probably going to all be in French. Mm-hmm. So sure. you won't know what the fuck they're... Or, sh- oh, my gosh. You yeah, won't know what the shit it, they're bang. saying. Yeah. But they talk like oh Sean fucking yeah. French fries. So I'm still gonna I'm still gonna play it for you guys, but then we're gonna come back and talk about it, so we'll be right back. Oh
wrecked him, damn near killed him. Oh! oh snap! All right, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, so, um, listen, that joke hat, well, it's, is it a joke? It's the punchline. It's, it's a beautiful joke well, that you said there. I just, you know. Wrecked him. Damn, damn near killed him. Sure, that's hilarious. I love right? it. Listen, before we start talking about Irreversible from 2002, starring my girlfriend, Monica Bellucci. Yes, and um, my girlfriend, too. She's hot. Shut up. Okay, she is my girlfriend. Okay, she can be your girlfriend, no. but I can say she's hot. No, she's yeah, your yeah, girlfriend, yeah. You but can I can say, she's, say hot. she's hot. Let me tell you something. Do you know that her birthday is September 30th? Do you know who else's birthday is September 30th? Uh, the guy that hosts the Grammys, uh, or the, the Emmys. Ryan Seacrest. Oh, I don't know. Billy, 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 uh, Billy. May, may or may not be. He's in the grandparents. But let me tell you something. Number one, my wife. My wife. Is, that's her birthday. And also, Zoe from the UK. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah, so you know what? All my girlfriends' uh birthdays are on on that day, except all your girlfriends' girlfriends. Except well, except the problem is, is I guess it's my wife and not my girlfriend. Yeah. So okay, but other than that, all the women I love, okay, have that birthday. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Can I just say that right now? It's a good birthday. Let me start out by talking about something called the new French extremity. Okay, there's something called that. Did you the know that? The new fringe extremity? It's kind of like the new wave of British heavy metal type okay. of deal where, you know, you remember all those bands came over from Britain and their heavy metal and all uh-huh. that shit. British invasion, yeah. Exactly. Um, I knew, actually, that there was a bunch of these French extreme films coming out starting around 2000, but I didn't know this was actually a thing. Uh, basically, it was uh, described as a crossover between sexual decadence, bestial violence, and troubling psychosis. Jesus. You know, I think we nailed that one on the head, didn't we? Absolutely. Basically, the French people, man, come around this time just started to start some shit. And that's, you know, and that's, you know, a lot of movies. Came, we've talked about one. Uh, what was that one we did? Frontiers? Yeah. Remember that one? Yeah. yeah. That's part of it. Martyrs? You remember a movie Martyrs I that do. we did? Yeah. yeah. That's all part of this. Um, you know, and, and the thing is, is it wasn't just horror, you know, coming from the, the, the French. Sure. At the time, like French fries or French bread. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, there were some art house films, some horror, some drama, political and social issues were being examined. And you know what? The movie that we're talking about today, Irreversible, fits right smack dab in the middle of this new French extremity. Makes France, this movie makes France smell like ass. Well, just from the visuals. Okay. I went, that place smells like Poo. Well, there's a lot of... It smells like poo-poo. I'll tell you why, because the way this movie kicks off, but let's, we're getting ahead of ourselves. I know. Okay? Shall let's we, take it, take shall it back. We, shall, shall we pull it back a little bit? Uh, listen, let me ask you a couple of things. Have you ever seen a movie called High Tension? I have not. Wonderful movie. Ills? Or Them? No? Uh, no. Shaitan, which starred Vincent Cassell, which is actually in this movie. Actually, no, Vincent no. Cassell, the main guy in this movie, the guy who's going for his revenge, is like like, like the Brad Pitt of France. Yeah. Did you know He's that? the Coldplay. He looks oh. like the singer of Coldplay. Does he? I don't know what Coldplay looks like. The singer for Coldplay? Oh, I don't like Coldplay. I don't listen to I don't watch their videos. He looks just like the singer of Coldplay. All right, I'm sure that he could probably do a better job at making music than Coldplay does, but, you know, I digress. That's digress. I don't want to start any shit right there. But anyway, uh, we're talking about a movie that that fits right into the new French extremity called Irreversible. The year that it came out was 2002. IMDb gave this a 7.3, so that's Mm. pretty freaking high. Uh, Written and directed by a guy named Gaspar Noé. 
N-O-E. I don't know how you really say it. Um, this guy has actually done quite a few movies. Uh, Enter the Void, which I've heard a lot about, but I've never seen. Um, and also a movie called I Stand Alone, um, which is, again, another movie that I've seen, and I hear it's disturbing as shit, but I just haven't seen it, you know? Um, and, but remember the, the beginning of this movie where there's a guy, a naked guy, like cupping his balls, you know, and he's sitting in yeah. his apartment. He starred this, I guess. He starred in I Stand Alone. And this is kind of like a brother to that movie where it's just kind of the extension of that movie, but you're not really. Oh, because that, anything. that little bit there where he was just going, oh, I slept with my daughter. Yeah. It makes no sense. It, it's like, okay, yeah. well, that didn't matter at all, but yeah. Go and ahead so and that, that and that's, that's the thing. This is a guest pot or no way type of thing. Help me out, Canadians. I don't know how many French people we have listening, but I know you French bitches are, or sorry, Canadian bitches are kind of French. Yeah. Right. Squonkons and fonts. And this is called, uh, Punk of you know it doesn't matter, yeah. but it's in there. Sure. So help me out with with the uh, pronunciation on this, will you? Uh, anyways, this movie started Monica Bellucci. Like I said, Alex. She yeah. started as Alex. Do you know what a couple of other movies you saw that she was in? Other movies that I've seen that you know that I've seen. Yes, I don't know that you've seen them, but I oh. assume you've seen Matrix Part Two. No. Oh, you haven't seen that. No. Well, it's wonder. Have you seen Matrix Part One? Uh, probably a little holy, bit. Holy, holy shit. I hate that goddamn guy. He, uh, Canoe Reeves? I hate him. I, I just can't, you know. Do me a favor. I'm watch, sure he's a great person. Watch, mate. You don't like Bill and Ted's? I don't like it. No, I don't. Oh, well, you know what? Then you probably don't want to watch The Matrix because... I don't like Except it. for watch The I Matrix. I did see Speed. Does that count for anything? No, because Speed sucks balls compared to The Matrix and Bill and Ted's, man. Yeah, okay. I don't know what's wrong with I, you. Watch The Matrix. When I came out of The Matrix, uh, my Lawrence mind was Fishburne's blown. Lawrence Fishburne's in it. I, I remember yes. seeing him with these little round You've glasses. never seen the first Matrix? Uh, maybe. Oh, my. P- parts and pieces? I, I don't remember. You and me, we need to have a talk because you need to watch the first. That's probably the last movie that blew my mind. Walking out of the theater, man. And that dude from Bill and Ted's was in it. He was the he was the one, man. He uh, was the one. I just can't. Stand Except for him. maybe if you haven't seen it, it's a spoiler. Him and Polly Shore and that little Fester oh, guy my. from '70s show Gosh. punch him all in the face. Did you just say Ashton Kutcher and and Canoe uh, Reeves is the same dude? No, I'm saying Canoe uh, Reeves or Reeves <laughs> or whatever the hell his name <laughs> sure. is, and the Fester guy. From seventy oh, show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Take, You're talking and about Polly like, Shore. I hate them all, dude. I hate watch. Them all. The, will you do me a favor and just watch the Matrix, please? Okay. Would you watch that, please? Holy mother FNSH. Monica Bellucci. She was in the Matrix Part Two. She was in uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula as one of the one hot of fines. Dracula's brides, yeah. and you saw her titties, and they were right? hot and fine. Oh my yes. holy shit! She was also in a movie, a French movie called. Brotherhood of the Wolf, which was amazing. Okay, unreal. Awesome movie. She's hot as shit. That's why she's one of my three girlfriends outside of my wife and Zoe. Okay. My wife. Uh, this also starred Vincent Cassell as Marcus, the guy yeah. from Coldplay, as, as you say. Uh, Albert de Pontel as, uh, Pierre, as Pierre. Mm-hmm. Joe Prestia as Latenia. Yeah. Latenia. I say that word and it makes me want to kick some mother effing ass. Okay. Can I say that? Uh, Murad, oh, I'm not, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and just be done because you know what? I cannot say these names at all. Um, before I go on, I just want to mention something. 
Okay. This was a first time viewing for me. You know, the only thing that I'd heard about this movie was that there was a pretty brutal rape scene where Monica Bellucci is the one getting raped, but that was all. So I didn't hear anything about how the movie structure was. I didn't hear yeah. any, anything about, you know, you know, that, uh, should we, you know, this is going to be spoilerific. Should we just, spoil I, I was going to say that. Let's just spoil the hell out years, of this. It's because over 10 years old, right? I mean, not that how do you excuse. talk about it without getting juicy into the, but I was confused story. as shit for a while as I was watching this, man. Yeah. This is my first watch of the, the year 2013, by the way. Well, they start the movie off with the ending credits. Yes, they do. And you're watching the ending credits kind of reverse, and then they start to skew off, and you're like, wait a minute. What is... Did I... Have, wait a minute. Did I the, the cameraman's drunk. <laughs> yes. And then the whole movie kind of takes place... Bit by bit. Absolutely. I was confused as shit. Yeah. Um, but I figured out though, after a while, that this was going backwards. You know, the whole scene where after the, after the credits, I was like, what the shit's going on? And then you see this big, uh, scene in the rectum, which is a, as a hardcore gay bar in front, in France. Yeah. They're you know, screaming, where's the rectum? Dude. Tongue. Okay, so here's the thing. Let's go over the plot really quickly. But the problem is, is even though this is presented backwards, which is really interesting. Yeah. Okay. It was. It was. It was a really cool way to do the whole thing. But let's kind of just give you a quick plot, a quick plot synopsis going forward. Shall okay. we? Do okay. it. Okay. Um, we have three folks. Alexandra, who is Monica Bellucci, is a hot mama. She. That's what she plays. Yeah. Okay. She is hot. Uh, Marcus, uh, played by Vincent Gassel, who is Alexandra's boyfriend, and Pierre, Alexandra's ex-boyfriend, who was put in the friend zone. Yeah. But all these three people were hanging out all night long, okay? They go to a party, okay? They're partying, uh, you know, Marcus does some drugs and shit like that. Alex, of right. course, is a little bit pissed off because it's like, hey, uh, you know, why do you gotta do some cocaine or whatever you why do? Why you gotta be all freaky and shit, bro? Exactly. Why do you gotta do that? Why can't we just have a nice evening together dancing sexily? Yeah. Is that a word? Sexily? It is now. It is. You know? That, it can be your words. Why can't we just dance sexily all night and, and, and what, make Pierre watch who, uh, you know, of course is pissed off because, uh, you know, he wants to bone Monica or, Sorry, uh, she, Alex. He was the ex-boyfriend, and he wants her back. No offense, but you don't bring a friend zone brother what to a date. Is that all about? But it? you know what? But you got to realize though, this was not Marcus's idea; it was Alex's idea. Yeah, she's like, you know, I because, he's my friend still. because girls like care about relationships after they're after. Hey, guys, changed. do too. But let me care. tell you this. Let care. me let me tell you something. Okay, if you've got a strong bond with the lady that put you to the friend zone and you're like you know what god you're so wonderful that even though you put me out of the vagina department into the friend zone <laughs> right, right, right. i still want to hang with you the friend zone doesn't even go hang out with the boyfriend no but that's general basically what's coming down well in 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 marcus is a good sport for allowing pierre to come along because totally what, on both I mean, sides it's not like i'd be jealous or anything like that but it's like i don't want him i don't want to hang out with Dude, this motherfucker he will ruin never he will ruin this party for me yeah you know who wants to go and to i want to do some drugs and i want to who party? wants to go to the goddamn party where the your girlfriend at the time goes 
my ex that I used to bang, yes. we're now on the friend zone. Yeah. Uh, he's coming too. And, and not only he that. He's a good sport. But you know what we're going to do? We're going to talk about why it didn't work out between yeah. me and him the whole time. Let's talk about why sex didn't, wasn't that good on the subway in front of everybody. Let's talk about that. Yeah, that's okay. friend zone. He's yeah. going, so what the hell <laughs> is going on? I mean, did, I, he, he makes you orgasm. Yeah, I, how, I never made you orgasm. I was more intellectual than you. Well, you know I, what? I, 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 you know what? Big brains. Oh you need a big dick to get that shit done. Okay. And the dude took it pretty well, though. He well, was just kind of like <laughs> Vince. You mean Marcus? Yeah. He was just like, you know what? I don't give a shit. You want to know why? Those French, they just seem like it's like, oh, it's well, no they, they're they're much more open about their sexuality than we are, apparently. Yeah. Okay. Well, plus, on the on the goddamn bus, and he's going. Does he make you come? How many kind of the comments? Exactly. I would say, dude, dude, seriously. Plus, we're letting you come along, and I'm I'm cool right. with this. But uh, you know, Ex- well, and here's the thing. The problem is, is they go to this party. Okay, Vincent pisses off Alex because he's you know hopped up on whatever the drug the kids are doing these days in France or in 2002 or whatever. Yeah. That's weird. That's on. That's like over 10 years old. Weird. Okay, but. So Alex gets pissed off. I'm going to go home. I'm going to take the subway. You know what she's got to do to get to the subway, though? She's got to cross an underground tunnel to get across the street and get to the subway. Well, yeah, guess what happens? Under the walk on the street tunnels. You know what happens down there? What? Some intense, brutal rape. Yeah. Where the camera does not pull away. Not For seemingly hours. It's not really hours, but yeah. they will not pull away. Okay. Listen, I'm only going over the plot. We're going to talk about some of this stuff better. But basically, the rest of the movie is Pierre finds out about this shit. Or, sorry, Pierre and Marcus find out about this shit. And they go after the person who raped Alex. Yeah, they get a tip that says, hey, I think I know who it was. Yep. And they go for it. So that's, that's in essence a story, okay? But what we're not bringing up is a lot of the details. And that's because a couple of things. First of all, this movie is very kind of art housey, would you say? Absolutely. Because they started at the end, okay? And then you'd get a, then, then you'd, you know, after that part's over, you'd go like a little bit backwards in time and then you'd see that part. And yeah. then you go a little bit backwards in time and they'd set up the part that you've already seen. And it was, and to be honest with you, it was super interesting, you know? It's like, holy shit, well, how did that happen? Well, if we watch the movie for a little while longer, we'll find out. Right. Okay. And along the way, we see, we see, uh, chicks with dicks. Yeah. We see partying. We see all sorts of, oh, dude. And there, and it ends up the big finale, which is the first scene of the movie. Well, the second scene after the, the guy that's naked with cupping his balls. Uh, in, in Fiston, the guy that's just keeps talking about, he's like, where's Tanya? Where's Tanya? Yeah, this guy's just like, hey, hey bro. Just fist me in the ass. This yeah. party will be way better. That is the wildest gay bar that I feel like I've ever even heard of. I've never really. I, Would you ever go into a place like that? Well, maybe to kick some kick some ass. I'm not dude. talking about that. But if someone said, "Hey, I know this hot club that's down in a goddamn cave called with tunnels. the Rectum," called the Rectum, I probably would not go. No, and <laughs> I was just like. This has got to be the most insane club. Everyone and that was no right in the beginning, man. Where's the rectum? I have never heard of that What's the bullshit. Rectum? Everyone in town knows where the rectum is. You know what? And That's it, where some shit. The guy walks in and goes, "It stinks like shit in here." Well, because it's there's like, probably a lot of actually shit being they, dropped on the floor. And I, 
grabbing that son of a bitch. He's like, come on, bro. Just put both your arms in there and fist me. I'm like, oh, my God. Well, in that, listen. And there's God sandwich. Now, I, as far as being a horror movie in the purest sense, I don't, you know, I don't know. However, this is an art house. In my opinion, this is an, kind of an art house exploitation movie. Yeah. Because you know what? They do not pull back for anything. In fact, the cinematography is very interesting. I like it. To, I like to call it the uh, drunken mosquito camera because basically that was driving me bonkers the camera flies around you know and then all of a sudden when it's time to go backwards in time it would flip around for a minute and all of a sudden it would come back down but it but but it was kind of shot faux single shot type thing obviously it, it couldn't have been shot in one shot but they never cut it was always one point of view like the drunken mosquito yeah and that's what i'm saying i mean you got to go through the rectum and you got to go through the party you know and all this stuff and, and you know you and the only time it really stopped is when monica bellucci's getting raped it seems like it landed right in front and it did not pull away yeah dude and i gotta say dude uh-huh that was the out of everything that I've watched so far, the huh? most disturbing yeah. rape scene I have seen. It in is movies wild. I was not prepared for this movie, man. I literally, I've heard about this for years and years and years. Oh, this is crazy! You need to see this stuff. I've never really wanted to see it, but I'll tell you what. For the, you know, we 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 slapped it on the corpse cast uh, schedule, and I finally watched it. Yeah, it was some shit, man. I yeah, mean, it, it was. After all of the movies that I have seen, after all the brutality I've seen, when we start off a movie like in a, in in the club called Rectum, which is like an S and M gay bar, I mean it's not like a normal gay bar where dudes go to hang and out. And they're going in to find the guy that that did this to El her. El Tenya or La Tenya or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. So so the, the whole movie is flowing backwards, and it's about midway through the movie that you actually see this going down. Right. And you know what's coming from the beginning of the right, movie. Right, right. And you're like, holy shit. Right, dude. Here's my take on it, though. We start in the rectum. We get all that shit. You know what's funny is is there was actually some people who were like, you know what, Gaspar Noe or whatever your name is, this is a pretty homophobic movie. You're really portraying gay men. As if they were savages. There was a lot of faggot, yeah, there stinky was a, fags, but, AIDS, and this and that through but the whole in, thing. But, but you know what he retorted was like, listen, I'm not trying to say that I'm above homosexual males, you know? In right. fact, he, he, he had a little part in this movie, and I can totally see it, where he was actually, he's a bald, a little bald dude. He right. was actually in there during the fight scene where, where Marcus was fighting Latenia. Right. Latenia, and he was like jacking off to the whole thing. Right. That was the director and writer of this movie. So Jesus, that's what I say. You know what? People can. The... Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, you can call this a homophobic movie, but you know what? He was right there in the mother effing mix, man. Yeah, he, yeah. It did. It really, to me, it seemed like he was going for more of an art house type. No, of no, it never struck me as this is some kind of a homophobe kind of movie. It was just like, hey, here's this seedy hangout. Well, I think this, the I think the know. main point was is that people had a hard time with the fact that that here's this guy El Tenya that raped a woman, but happens to be a gay man hanging out. Thinking, oh, well, you're portraying gay men like this. I don't think it was about that at all. To be honest with you, I really think that this was first of all about the shock value. Second of all, right. about being an art house thing, and you know, and part of that being the way that 
that they filmed the movie, or uh, sorry, not maybe not that they filmed it, but the way that they edited it and did it backwards. Because yeah. it was really interesting. To be honest with you, the movie is like, if we were to watch this from start to finish, it would be like, hi, my name is Marcus, and I just had sex with the hot chick, and she's pregnant. We're going, we're going to a, to a party, party, and then we're going to hang out with her friend, and she's get raped, and then I'm going to go after the guy who rapes her, and I'm going to have my my the, the guy who used to date her beat the shit out of the guy with the freaking uh, fire extinguisher. Dude, that, that was br- the fire was, extinguisher because they never they didn't pull away. Just it was never the pulled away. And it was boom, that boom. Was and you're watching movie. this guy's face disintegrate. Dude, I think that would have just been too straightforward to play this to play this chronologically. Yeah, I, you know, yeah. and it's amazing because we watched that scene. We watched like the the whole scene in the rectum, and I can't believe that's just weird to say. I but know. I said, okay, so we watched the whole scene in the rectum, and here's a guy getting his face beat in with a freaking fire extinguisher. And I'm thinking, holy shit, that is disturbing shit. But I was not prepared. Be, because as I'm watching the movie, I'm thinking, well, if they're going backwards, that to me is the climax of the movie. But guess what? That rape scene to me was oh, yeah. even worse. But the thing was, is everyone's sitting around watching him bash that guy's face. Yeah, in. Yeah. It was almost like an ero- uh, uh, erotic thing for him to go. Yeah. You know, someone said, you should kill him. It's like they were so seedy down there and oh, yeah. doing every little nasty thing oh, they could dude. ever oh, yeah. think of doing oh, yeah. to each other in that little cave club. Yeah. That it was like, Kill him. I'm surprised they didn't have the band Bile playing because whenever something's that weird and crazy and underground, I feel like the band Bile should be playing. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so I mean, that, that's basically it. Um, a couple of highlights of this movie. Like I said, Monica Bellucci. First of all, the acting in this movie is unbelievable. Yeah. This they is do a great job. This is a wonderfully crafted movie. The actors are great. Uh, the cinematography, though, I didn't care for the style so much. The drunken mosquito thing. I understand that it was a whole artistic decision. Sure. You know, it was hard to take those. It, and Sometimes it, it was like I like the the close to the end there. The very beginning, you couldn't get your eyes set on anything. Absolutely. And you know what the thing is, is I think, I, but, but it worked, even though, even though it was annoying, I think that it really worked. It added to the kind of the rawness of the film, you know, cause it was raw. It was, like I said, I mean, there, it, there was no cuts. There was nothing to make it glam. It, there, there was no glamorization of this thing. Um, it wasn't trying to be, like you said, it wasn't trying to be politically correct. Uh, I mean, there was racist and homophobic. I mean, remember when they got the, uh, the, uh, the Chinese, the Chinese cab, driver. cab yeah. driver? Yeah, they were yelling all sorts of racist shit there. There's homophobic stuff. Um, you know, and even the topics discussed in this film, even the normal ones, like we were saying, even on like the, when they were just hanging out, you know, talking, it's like they were pretty wicked. I mean, they weren't talking about like, hi, hey, you know what? I mean, this wasn't friends, I guess is what I'm saying. They weren't right. talking about all that kind of shit. Um, I, you know, I don't know. The thing though, when I'm watching this movie and I'm seeing the rawness, the, I, it was just brutal to me. But you know what really helped with it was the score. The, yeah. And was it, yeah. I mean, was it a score? I don't even know. It, it's hard to call it a score because there was a low frequency distorted sound. And I had the subwoofer and yeah. the surround sound just, you know, and it's like, it kind of messed with me because it's like, I know it's there, but as I'm watching the movie, I forget it's there, but I still feel like kind of rumbling my insides a little yeah, bit. Yeah. And it's wild. And, and I started looking it up. You know, I didn't notice it at first. Uh, you know, the, the sounding, I, but after a while, it just got a, 
put me on the edge of my seat. I looked it up. I, you know, well, I didn't look it up, but as I was doing note, uh, notes for the show, um, I noticed that there was one part where they were talking about how Gaspar Noe um, used something called inf- infrasound. Okay. Um, base, I'm going to read it to you because I, I don't know shit about it, so I'm not going to pretend I do. Uh, but it's something. Here, here's what it said on the Wikipedia. Sometimes referred to as low frequency sound, it's sound that's lower in frequency than 20 hertz. I don't know what that means. Um, the normal, which is the normal limit of human hearing, uh, the human hearing uh, becomes gradually less sensitive, and it is the frequency decreases. Whatever, blah blah blah. But with infrasound, the sound pressure must be sufficiently high. The ear is the primary organ for sensing the the sound, but at higher levels. It, you feel it in your body. It shakes you from the right. inside type of thing. You know, as I'm listening to this, uh, you know, with the subwoofer and, and all that going on, it just, I noticed that it, that I was feeling anxious as I was watching this movie. Yeah. And, you know, you have what you're seeing on screen plus that soundtrack. I, I feel like it was pretty effective, man. Oh, dude. I'm telling you, when I watched that rape scene, uh-huh. I felt like I was watching something that I should not be watching. Really? Yeah, yeah that I mean it was like watching I Spit on Your Grave one and two. Right. It was like Oh, the, okay, the original I, and remake. I, I get it. But this was just like holy shit. When are you going to be done with this? When's the last time you felt that? When's the last time you felt like you were watching something that you should not be watching? Oh Christ, I couldn't tell you. Martyrs, maybe. Well, where I was okay. just like you know, it gave me that thing in my bones where i was like oh that's not right that you know that's all. that's you know what not coincidentally that's another one of these french extremity movies yeah Just, i mean here's the one thing and this is a total spoiler or it may not be well, okay. or it may spoil be, it, spoil it we're ready to spoil but it. here's what i think that i noticed okay is at the very beginning of the movie mm-hmm. and you see him coming through and he's going where's tanya where's tanya and he gets that guy down and then they bash his skull in right when the can pan, when the camera pans up, mm-hmm. that guy standing there, that's the dude that raped her. It oh. wasn't the guy they bashed his brains in. Really? It was that dude that, that was standing there looking over it when they can't when they pan I that don't know, camera. Man, because they'll tell you looked like the guy they bashed the face in. No, the okay. guy because you watch it and the guy standing Maybe there. Maybe you're just right. Like, Maybe I missed it. Kind of smiling. And it's like he, so right from the beginning of the movie, you're like, well, I don't know who this guy is, but he's just kind of standing there weird, like looking at this guy's face bashed in. Really? <laughs> well, you know, El Tenya and then it all flips like, backwards. Was like, and I like went, sniffing that stuff out of the bottle while he was raping and doing all that shit. And he was doing it. The thing, maybe did I miss something? I think you, I, well, wow. that's what I got. Cause okay. I was like, who's this bastard that's standing there smiling like that? And then all of a sudden I went, that's the dude. When the rape scene really? came up, I went, that's the guy. I have to, listen, I don't really want to watch this movie again because it no. was brutal and it no. hurt my insides to watch because yeah. it was that brutal. Just that's that extinguisher to, scene check was that out. done. However they did it was fantastic. Well, it was partly, it was basically I read about it too. They, it was part, uh, you know, practical effects, but they computered, you know, put some computer graphics I'll tell on top you what, of it. That it looked was real. Like, holy or I don't know if that's what it looks like to bash somebody's head in. But all I'm saying is they did not pull away, man. Yeah. They, it was, they did not do any cut things to, to, you know, fake your brain out or anything like that. It was on there. And man. I could be wrong, but I swear, the guy that's standing there over them after he's bashing his face in and the camera pans up, I was like, 
you're the bastard that did it. Like I said, man, and that's interesting. I maybe I want to check it out, but I don't think I'm going to turn this movie not, on again because it was no. it just affected me in that way. Uh, you know, which was uh, oh my freaking hell. Um, but yeah, this comes to kind of the rating, man, because it's like what do I rate this? I mean, I never want to watch this again only because it was intense and disturbing. Right. And, and the thing is, is it was like, it was dirty. It was raw. It was gross. You know, it was exactly what Gaspar Noe wanted it to be. Yeah. Th- this movie made me feel gross. You know, not a lot, even like the, like the most, even like, you know, you, Oh, you know, the big thing is, Oh, torture porn is so right. bad these days. You know, that shit just is, I can laugh that off, but this movie's not like that, man. It's, I mean, yeah. there was something that kind of stuck in my gut. Seems like it hits a deeper bone. It's yeah, it like, does. Oh my God. Yeah. Watching that rape scene. It's enough for you to go, you know, I shouldn't, I really shouldn't be seeing this because it feels like it's so real. Right. And her screaming and, and his mouth over, you know, her, you know his hand over her mouth is like, man. yeah, you, I mean, here's the thing. You get the, you get the freaking, uh, the, the rectum, which is supposed to be gross and supposed to freak you out. And it did a good job of that, you know, in the rape scene. But let's take, let's take those two scenes out. And we're talking about once he started going on his kind of uh, mission of, re- uh, of revenge. Yeah. It's like he hit some seedy parts of, of town. And it's like even those parts were dirty. Even those everything, parts, the scenery and just the yeah, transvestite dropping her dick, flopping her ding dong out of the side, going, "No, man, bro." I was. It's like it, it, there was, was so many dicks and 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 fist me and everything else. I was yeah, like, Jesus, tons of man, tons of dicks going on over here. I what the hell's going that. on? I don't know. At least we saw Monica Bellucci nude a lot, yeah. especially towards the end of the movie, which chronologically would be the beginning of the movie. Right. You know, yeah, but- because every bit of this, I mean, and I guess that's what that little piece with the weirdo where you're like, oh, I don't, that doesn't really matter. Right. It's just kind of that set to go, what's happening downstairs? Right. I don't know why they had to get so in depth with, well, I slept with my daughter and everything. Well, then, I think they that's went, a whole hey, different what's, thing with they, the, What's with the ambulance outside? Right. Oh, I, it must be the rectum. I think rectum. that's a Gaspar Noe Then they kind of went, it must be the rectum. Yeah, and then, then the drunken mosquito goes down to the rectum, and then we see Vincent Cassell coming out with a busted hand and yeah. stuff. And, and then it just kind of goes from there, and you right. see it backwards. But. Well, and it, like I said, I mean, it was dirty. It was whatever. A little bit art housey, sure, because it's going backwards and whatnot. But, you know, I mean, it's not like that I didn't. Oh, man, it's hard to say I enjoyed this movie. It had an effect on me, though. Yeah. You know? I'm not going to watch this shit again. Uh, right. so it's hard. And so this kind of brings up a, a, a challenge when I'm going to rate this movie because it's like, do well, maybe it's a buy as far as our rating scale goes because it was that good. But would I actually consider telling people to buy this movie? No way. Because yeah. you know what? They're get, you're, I mean, I mean, maybe you guys can call in and say if you disagree with me, but it's like, you're going to watch this movie once and you're going to be like, that's it. I watched it. I'm good. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Where I stand with the whole dang thing is I say it is a rent. Okay. And it's on Netflix streaming. It is you on can Netflix watch it. Uh-huh. To own it and go, oh, what? I, I, I don't. I can't imagine throwing this on a lot of times. I, re- ne- I, I won't this watch movie. it again. I do own this movie and I watch some of the uh, extra, uh, you know, special features and stuff like that. And it was all fine, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, there was nothing that really could like allow me to be, 
okay, quote unquote, okay with this. This seems so real and just and, so. And, and, and if I was gonna say anything besides okay, well, you know, the the rape scene, okay, throwing that aside, the the mosquito whatever busy bee goddamn right. camera was right. was pissing me off. Oh, was it? And just watching it, and it was like, oh, oh, I like the story. Oh, sure. I like what's going on. Right. But, I mean, if, if the story would have been less than what it was, right. I would have turned it uh, off. That's, the, it was that's like, the art house part of it. I mean, here's Gaspar trying to be different and whatever, and good for him. And we're talking about, like, you know, you, you get the opening credits, and you see them come up, and then they start twisting off to the side. And, and that's what happens with this movie, down, man. It just like, goes crazy. Okay. I I, okay. This movie kind of caught me off guard. I mean, like I said, I was confused for the first 10 minutes of this movie. Going, what in the hell? Did you see that on? figure when she's getting raped down there that kind of walked in and yeah, I saw what's going on. Like, oh, F this. I'm getting out of here. I'm not helping. This I was, stuff. I was kind of wondering if that was some kind of a, I don't know. I, I was just kind of thinking, God, I wonder if that was, uh, like a something that was set to supposed to happen, or if it it's, was like, like maybe said, a filming thing where seems someone totally came real. down and went, "Oh shit, they're yeah. filming a movie." That's what I'm saying. It seemed natural and real. You know, I thought to myself too as I'm watching this. I'm like, you know what? This is kind of a kind of a wild thing because you know what? If I was to go out on a date now, I wouldn't necessarily go to the rectum. Okay, but um, I'd start. Yeah. I'd start off at kind of a happening place, okay, mm-hmm. and then I would hope to that things kind of winded down, and I ended up boning a hot chick. Right. So basically, in the rectum. Oh, no, uh, no, 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 not in the rectum, the club, or in the. Re- oh, oh, wait. In your I see in your rectum. Well, I'm going to go ahead and take the fifth on that, but I'll tell you what. But the thing is, if you think, you know, if you look at it this way, here's here's how I choose to look at this, or else I'm going to be disturbed. Okay. Here's this pe- here's these people that start off with they woke up one morning and they got in a fight. And they beat the shit out of some guy. Okay? And then they had some shit happen, okay? But then you know what? The night ended when they were having love sex. Yeah, love yeah. sex. Love sex. And that's how I like to end the you know, my my, my dates. Okay? That's not bad. That's not a bad way to look at things. Well the problem is, is this is too artistic and we know that's not how it worked out. And this disturbed the shit out of me. I, I don't know, man. I give this a I'm going to give us a rent, but as far as quality and filmmanship goes, is that a word? I don't know. I think this did exactly what it wanted to do. It disturbed me. It freaked me out. It made me totally. It made me feel gross. I think that's what the director and the writer had. The writer director Gaspar. I'm only going to call him by his first name because I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Yeah. But that's how I'm going to come down. It's like you know what this guy did. I think he he got the reaction out of me that he wanted. You know. I so agree. I think it's a as far as that's concerned, it's a great movie. Did I like it? No. I yeah. did not. I will not watch this movie again. It was too disturbing, man. It was freaky. Yeah, I don't need to see that. No, you know. But is it a fantastic movie? Is it? it did it? Did he deliver yeah, on everything a, he wanted to do? Yes, exactly. I totally. And it, it is worth a buy to anyone that's more, you know, uh, betters than. Or artistic more, more or of a, more, yeah, exactly more the guy the people who like the the the, the art film the you know the, the ones that bite on their knuckle and go mm, mm, indeed I yes like that. Mm-hmm. yes I'll tell you what though man to I me mean, I go holy shit that's it's yeah the, it, he, it, he delivered here's what I will say though even though this was disturbing as shit and I don't want to watch this one again. This movie, because of the craftsmanship and, you know, and, and I mean, let's talk about the acting in this and everything, the cinematography. I thought it was really good, dude. I did too. But 
this I don't want to ever watch this movie again, but this movie makes me want to watch some of of, his, of the director, the writer director's other movies because I don't watch very many movies that disturb me like this one did. Yeah, you know, and it's like you and know, it's a different kind of disturbing. Sure, Absolutely. you know, it's it's it, it was I mean, quote unquote, artfully done sure. because you know a lot of it's well, let's. Uh, you know, stitch uh, seven people together with their assholes to their mouths. Oh, that's you know, great. Where, that's good too. Come on. But I'm just saying, you know, this was. It's. Is it, can, I, can I say highbrow? I mean, rape movie. Can I well, say highbrow and rape? And, and also, I think I. You know, compa- well, compared to a lot of the, the shit, way it was well, listen, done. I think maybe what you're yeah, saying well, is, fisting. is we're gonna watch mm-hmm. a lot of. Like, for instance, can I say highbrow? You go, well, fisting. That's true. That's, it was a lot listen, of fisting. We're going to watch a lot of movies. For instance, uh, uh, Black Rose is coming up, which I freaking, I mean, right. spoiler, it's a rock, it's, a, it's an 80s band rock and roll shitty movie. I'm going to love that shit. You know, it's right. going to be fun to watch and whatever. But the thing is, is it's not going to have the art or the impact that this movie's going to have on me. And that's the thing, you know, it's well, like, yeah, there's t- totally different levels. I mean, so, you can and do that's the slasher saying, this or the not fun to horror watch. comedies or whatever. This was, is like a, drama horror or yeah you know it was no fun to watch but it was it, i think it did exactly what it meant to do totally you know yeah. so i don't know that that's the thing what check this out on netflix is as long as you can take it just be warned you're going to see a lot of dicks you're going to see a lot of dudes buttholes stuff like that there you go a lot of about fisting and oh. fag hiv and then a and you're gonna, rape scene that'll make you go i'm not even uncomfortable i'm very uncomfortable right. in my living room and by myself in my no-no room watching this going, oh, I hope nobody's hearing this shit. Because yeah, because that was one of the most disturbing parts Absolutely. was the the audio. Absolutely, dude. And that's, yeah. It's not so much that it's a visual. You get the gist, but it's the audio that goes with the it, visual that makes it's you the go, whole oh, thing Because the God. visual is gnarly. The right. audio's gnarly. I'm not watching this shit again, but I think it's a great movie. Yeah, that, it's a rent. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, you know, if, if I were going to give this a one out of 10, I would say this is a seven out of 10 or an eight out of 10. I'd say seven. But as far, as far as that's concerned, I am saying rent this because you're not going to want to watch this again. Yeah. You know, you're not going to need the disc at your house. Trust me, people. But it's great. It's wonderful. It's a very artistic movie. There you go. That's all I got on this one, man. I, in all fact, I got. In fact, uh, I'm, I'm, it's kind of weird that we had to wait two weeks to do this. Because I was done with this movie, you know, oh, a yeah. long time ago. I was just, I did not want to think about it because it was, it is gnarly. It's a raper. No, oh, I'm done with rape movies. What are we doing next time? I hope, I hope next episode there's no rape involved because this one ruined rape it for squad me. part two <laughs> electric boogaloo. Oh, thank you, Chris Wargo. Thank you for that. Anyway, dude, there you go. So that, I guess that's it, man. Irreversible. Gnarly, gnarly, gnarly. Yeah. There you go. So we did it. We're 50 yeah, in the I'm hole, done. 50 in the can. Can you believe that shit? We made it, man. 50. 50 that's, episodes. I mean, that to me, that's, I mean, yeah, this has been a year. We, we've we only missed the weeks that we had to miss. I'm pretty yeah. stoked about it. I, 50 in the And I am as stoked about it now as I was episode one. Oh, me too. 
So there you I go. I just feel like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm moving out of the kind of the, the new, new you new, know, sure. Hey, you taught me how to do this. I never, I never podcast. No, I didn't. Before. All you do is sit in front of a, and be yourself. That's what happens. That's where the magic happens. Being yourself, Shane Diablo. Yeah, well, I just, I didn't know what I was doing. You yeah. said, Hey, relax. Let me grab your hips here and show you a <laughs> thing or two. Let me fist you a little bit. Give you yes. a f- <laughs> thing or two. And then, you know. Don't worry about the ball slapping there. That well, be over. here, so. here, I'm, I'm raising a glass, and here is to another 800 episodes because this is fun as shit. This is my, this is my pinnacle of the week. I look yeah. forward to it. I love it. I love all the listeners who call in. I love the listeners who are on the Facebook group talking shit. And don't stop believing, everybody. Exactly. This this podcast Keep is much like in. that song. Don't stop believing. You know that is like truly. I always say it's my favorite part. Yeah, it's my favorite. But yeah, it is. It is. Absolutely. Those people make a every all the characters that call in become important parts of the podcast. The whole, so the don't stop. Thing. And you people out there that are scared, call in. Just call. We're going to be tame on you. And listen, we've got a really easy question for next episode. So I expect a lot of calls next week. What movie did you watch the first time? Didn't really care so much for, but for one reason or another, you watched again and you really enjoyed. Okay. You learned to what love What is it. that one? Here is the bone phone number, people. It is three five. Uh, sorry, three eight five three five one nine two seven three. That again is three eight five three five one nine two seven three. And if you don't like to call in, uh, you can record us in an MP three. Email it to Mike at Cadera, or sorry at CorpseCollective dot com. Yeah, uh, you could take your time. Like you could turn if you have the capabilities mm-hmm. to record your MP three. Mm-hmm. You could sit there and go take five, take ten, take Do twelve, it. and then in. you can go. Okay, it's perfect. This I'm is your podcast, people. Send it in. It's as much yeah. yours as it is ours. Absolutely. Okay. Also, um, you can go to corpsecollective.com and there's a little button called the speak pipe. This is speak yeah. pipe. You can go ahead and record it there and that'll give you enough, enough tries. If, you know, if you have a, one of those, uh, microphone, one of those PC microphones, if you're into the technology shit. Okay. Yeah. You can do that there, but please do it. There you go. Don't be a shy guy. Don't be a shall gal. Here is to the next. 50 episodes, man. Yeah. Here, here, here's to it. I am stoked as shit. Uh, I love it. To get so. moving on, you know? Uh, but by the way, if you've got a Roku box, download Zombie TV. Check us out on there. We're going to do, what we're, we're going to do two more episodes. Uh, two more episodes week. next week. Right. Absolutely. We're going to, we, we have a shit ton. Uh, remember of the Zombie TV freaking coming up on February 8th. But that's really all we got, right? I'm done. Man, I I feel like I have really, man. This movie took it out of me. Talking about I it have took been it out of me again, and just yeah. fisted to death. Indeed. Uh, so for the Corpse Cast podcast, we will catch you guys later. See ya. I'll never be-